The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Thursday, guys. What is up? Welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. We are live on Twitter, live on YouTube. Sports Grid Replay, good evening for you late night owls. Appreciate you guys watching the replay for the show. Yep. Mr. Sherapan, how are you? Glasses on already? What, 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 you, what, wait. Listen, you start the show sometimes with a hat and glasses. I'm starting the show sometimes with a hat and glasses. All right. All right. I'm glasses. Those are your listening glasses. Those are your no, Joe no, Burrow. No, no, like- no. These are the style glasses. I got oh, the listening okay. glasses over to the side when you start to go on one of those rants and all that other <laughs> stuff. I got that right there. Right. Ready to go. We've been up early. Yes. Thanks to your announcement about the, you know, BVB, <laughs> nothing's changing, all this other stuff. Well, how's an announcement? Okay? Nothing's changing. Nothing's changing. Just I'm no longer employed. That's people the people didn't that was the even read the announcement. They oh, just well. saw your thing and you know, because you wrote it in notes and then posted it. So people uh-huh. would have to actually touch something and read it. Nobody reads it, nobody knows <laughs> shit anyway. And uh my phone's been going nonstop. So I started the show with the glasses on because you know, we gotta uh we got we got a lot to talk about today. Hell so, yeah. Good. Look, yeah. freedom is a is a good thing though. I mean, I I I, I yeah. think it's I mean, it happened earlier this week, so I waited a couple of days and then just decided to like let the world know. I mean, you guys in the brigade, this is nothing new. You guys, we've been talking about this talking for about months. It for weeks. Yeah. That this is coming, that look, things are changing in terms of like our personal stuff, but nothing you guys see on the screen, nothing is changing. It's just the back end stuff that's caused us to yeah. have all sorts of meetings first thing in the morning and you at my house yesterday and everything else. So it's just, yeah. this is what's been going on behind the scenes. It's we've been kind of like ducks under the water. There's a lot going on <laughs> above here. Well, yeah. not so much. We keep on doing the show. So that's the plan and that's the goal. So that's the plan and that's the goal. And that's where, yeah, that's, we're talking to a lot of people about a lot of things and you guys know this who have personally talked to me and personally talked to Matt. If you haven't, you know how to reach us. And um, we're going to continue to have conversations with people. We're mm-hmm. open. I mean, I'm an open fucking book. For I, 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 I just want to talk to people and figure out a way to keep doing this, keep right. growing this you know, community we've gotten with the brigade. There's people all over the country. There's people all over the world watching. Got yeah. people in Australia responding, yeah. texting <laughs> us, emailing us, as well as you know, England prime time, East Coast midday, West Coast early in the morning, mid morning, whatever it is with us, all over Canada, Mexico. I mean, it's incredible, and we want to keep doing the show. That's of our course. first, you know, we want to keep doing the BVB. For us, for you guys, and make it all worthwhile for everybody. So, 
reach yeah, out. And we got some cool stuff starting. I mean, yeah. we made oh. we made we made the wager wire announcement. Those guys will start with us coming up tomorrow. We have other people who are coming in every day who are kicking tires and asking questions and, and saying, okay, guys, what are you doing? And I mean, just speaking personally, I I've never been in this position ever in my life. I mean, as a broadcaster, you're always working for somebody. You're always answering to somebody. They're the ones telling you what to do, where to do it, how to do it. And that freedom is pretty unique. Now, there's always another side, right? There's the yin and the yang. With that freedom comes uncertainty. And with that freedom comes some uh, movable parts that you don't necessarily feel stable at times. But I think we're in a really good place right now as we head into January, knowing what's coming for the Super Bowl and knowing what's coming in 2023 that there's some real power that comes from freedom. And I'm excited. I mean, I've been doing a ton of thinking on this as to like, I'm 45 years old. I know you're a little older than I am, but we're both in this position where we can be, we're in the position to, to execute this plan, which 10 years ago, I'm not sure I would have been able to execute this plan. Right. Yeah. I mean, so. Listen, I'm 52 and almost died from a stroke almost two years ago. I don't give a fuck about anything about that stuff anymore. <laughs> I'm happy I'm alive every day. Right. And really, you know, everything yeah. kind of changed. I talked to somebody yesterday who reached out and said, you're killing it, what you're doing. You know, and, and it was a discussion about time. And time is so important. Time is now. It wasn't ready a year ago, two years ago. I mean, it's ready now. Like we're. If I was married, I don't think this. I, I could have hacked it. Well, hey, I want nothing to do with that. No, right, I'm serious. Personally, for me, everything in the world happens for a reason. Everything clicks into yeah. place. I'm seeing the world. I, I didn't go through what you went through, obviously, with the life changing medical situation. Although I did have medical situations that led to a lot of this. But you know, February of last year, everything clicked. The sky is kind of opened up, and I went okay. I got to do some big changes now in 2022 was like this year of transformation. And now coming into 23, it's all falling into place. It's it's, I have a very weird sense of peace. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I have a very strange sense of peace about where things are going and everything has clicked into place. I needed some things to happen in order to solidify how I was feeling. And then it happened. And whether the universe is making that happen or not, I don't really know how, but it just went like, okay, that makes a whole lot of sense that that's now going to be taken care of. And it's going to allow me to pursue what is happening here, which has been, I mean, I wrote it in the tweet this morning, but this is the most, um, how, what's the word? Cause it's so selfish of me to say this, but it's incredibly, um, this ride is the best ride I've ever been on in my career. This is the best show I've ever done. This is the best audience I've never interacted with. This is the most fun I've ever had. Right. As a 45-year-old, I've hit the place where I've always dreamt of doing a show just like this. And now I own it, and you own it, and we have a chance to do it on our own, and nobody can tell us what to do. That's, I don't know. That's better start, for everybody. It's a pretty good parlay to hit. <laughs> better for everybody that nobody can tell us what to do. True. I've never been a corporate guy. It's always mm -hmm. trying to find my way in a lot of this world. Um Never understood the corporate structure and the corporate uh, different means and how to how to make things work because I always just try to be real with people and in a corporate game a lot of times in life you don't you can't play real you got to play fake. I don't yep. fucking lie. I don't like liars. I don't play those games. I try to keep it real and keep it honest. Everything I've done into that in my life has been a transactional cost. You come up to the board, 
You see a number. It's there for everybody to see. You buy it. We give you a ticket. You win. You keep it. You come back. I mean, and you, you double or whatever your payout is. If you lose, we keep it. Mm-hmm. Been a transactional kind of guy my whole life. I grew up in a retail business with my dad. This is the price. Do you want it or not? Well, can you give me a discount? <laughs> for what? Like, it's the price. I'm making 8%. It was t- we were selling Sony Walkmans, making 8%. You know, that's what Sony sold it to us for. So learned a lot of things my whole life. And now marketing is not like that. It's not even close. <laughs> it's not even is- close. I'm trying I'm learning all this stuff every day. Like everybody tells you one story and another story changes and all this other stuff. I'm You're thankful. selling air. That's I'm, what I, I mean. It's fine. City Slickers is, is the best movie to ever want to learn about sales. The line yeah. about selling air in City Slickers is the best thing. If your kid wants to go into sales, show them that and then show them Glenn Gary and Glenn Ross. And right there, there is your, your advertising. Work. Yeah, that guy's full of shit, too. That guy, that guy, Alex Baldwin character. I mean, he said it, but that's it, not, you know, I could relate to the guys in the office more, you know, as much as, as that guy. I've heard that yeah. speech before. Guy's full of shit. Come sell with us and then tell me that, you know, so it is what it is, but we're here. We're good. We're going to be good. We're going to make it work. We're going to, you know, like, like the line, like the line from Wolf of Wall Street. We're not fucking leaving. We're not leaving. (laughs) That was in my head last night. Leaving. (laughs) Nope. We got boys. We got girls. We got BVB brigade members. We've been making the rounds, you know, doing a, uh, doing a due diligence. We're going to keep doing a due diligence. And if you guys can help us do the due diligence, listen, man, we ain't got no more lawyers to answer to. <laughs> so, so we're going to just do shit. Somebody sent me a did somebody sent me a tweet this morning and said, does this mean the lawyers can't kill your giveaways anymore? I said, no, the lawyers can't kill the giveaways. We can do them on our own. We can listen. We, we can do whatever the fuck we want now. Thank God. Thank God for now. Yeah. Until someone else comes in and tells you, oh, you can't do this. No, 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 no. You can talk to us and we'll figure out how we can do it. But the answer before was no. And then we had to convince the yes. Now the answer yeah. is yes. Well, there's no question. Now it's not even a question. We right. Just, we just do it. <laughs> we just do it. And yeah. then, you know, some are going to be good. Some are going to be bad. But if yeah. you guys can help us, I mean, like, we're you know, we're talking to people about trying to sell the show, remote shows, all this other stuff. You guys know how to reach us. Ask the BVB at gmail.com, right? Oh, yeah. That email. Yeah. Send yeah. us videos. Send us that. Reach out to Matt DMs. Yep. Send me a, a, a tweet. And the Boston University of the Book, by the way, if it, also that Twitter account DM is open as well. So you can DM both places. Oh, at Boston versus the Book. All yeah. of it. That's so, open for, for DMs as well if you guys want yeah. to do it. And look, it, it's it's just we'll say one more quick piece and then we'll move on because this is not really what the show is. No. But I, I think what is interesting about the ownership that the audience has taken on with the show is such a blessing and something that I want you guys to understand that Dave and I take it extremely seriously. Oh. The time, the amount of emotional investment you guys have made over the year that this show has existed. I get emotional even thinking about it because I, it's such I an important too. piece. I get choked up thinking about yeah. it. It's, it's an important piece to everything. And that's what separates, you know, people ask us all the time, what is BVB? It's hard for us to really put it into words as to what the show is. You got to watch it to experience it, to understand right. what we do every day. But the life beat, the heartbeat, the passion you guys have shown to us over the year saying, hey, guys, you know, what can I do? How can I help? People have reached out when we started talking about this six, three months ago, like, hey, things are shaky. Things are changing. 
you guys immediately were DMing, asking questions. Hey, I know this person. I know that person. What can I do? What can I help? How can I figure it out for you guys? And that's just, you know, we, we really respect that and we really do cherish that. So we're going to do our best to protect everything we're doing and what you guys have given to us, which is time. If it was up to me six months in, we would have had directors of security hired yeah. on payroll between Stevie <laughs> Mac and Mikey. Awesome. Right. And people cutting clips. We got sales guys that are doing sales and other stuff between like guys like Jay Dow yeah. and chef Benny who are here every day. Chef Benny's changing his flight arrangements for his work job to travel. So he doesn't travel during this the time show. of the show. I want that guy. Like I'd already have a list of all capos and all these other people that I would be like, look, go do it. I'll, I'll help you. Let's go sell the show, make the show work better. Ferris here every goddamn day, producing a show, clipping a show, changing the wipes, all these other things, cutting clips. It takes a team, man. It's all about the- <laughs> look. That's what he's doing right there. He's listening to the show. I'm just here to Keeping get your track of how many. Bro. I'm just here to get the picks. <laughs> great. I mean, he's he's cut the clips. He's listening, and uh, I told I told my mom this, and, and you know we'll move on to the rundown after. Yeah. But right, right after. But like, life is about. It's not about the I and the me. It's about the us and the we. Ooh, and, I like that a lot. And literally, you know, I, I don't even know. It just it just literally comes out of my mouth. And it was literally something that my dad probably said or would have said. And I, and I said it. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, Mom, stop talking about I and me and start talking about us and we again. Because everybody wants to be a part of something like that. They just don't know how. Sometimes the time isn't right. Sometimes you do, you, you always need to take care of yourself so you can take care of your family and other people. But right. to find something like this, dude, this is momentum. We felt it early. Yeah, we did. Me and you. Well, and we Carol. felt it on the radio, though. That's why we started the whole thing. I mean, it was I mean, dating, I back to, to, dating back to the <laughs> CG days and dating back to being at the Palms. That's when the both of us were like, hmm, because there was something there to begin with. And then we started it and we were like, you know, we needed... I think you and I both had theories, but we weren't exactly positive. And then that's when the, you know, the little flame turned into a fire and we went, right. Oh, <laughs> and now we want to take the fire. We want to make it into a, you know, forest fire, you know, we right. need the gasoline yeah. to go ahead and pour it on. And that's really what we're going to look for over the next years, a partner that wants to come on and help us do that and really turn it into something what we think could be incredible and huge. So some people get it. Some people don't. Most, I think when they watch the show, okay. get it. Yeah, it is okay. That's of course. Okay. Like, We're not everyone's cup of tea. We, we don't want to be, to be, to be honest with you. I don't want to be everyone's cup of tea. The certain type of person that is going to like the show and certain type of person is going to turn the show off and be like, this is boring. Some people like cappuccino. Some people like hot chocolate. Right. It's all, it's all good. I mean, yeah. but you know, this is a nice cup right here. Come on in. <laughs> Hit the like button while you're here, please. Well, yeah. Now, soon for our own more and more news on that's coming. <laughs> that's, oh, that's the next announcement. Yeah, the like button can, is fine. We like it, but we want to be more, you know. Yeah, yeah. We can say you ain't got to subscribe right now. The Pied Piper is coming. <laughs> We're going to be leading ourselves out. <laughs> We're going to play some music. We're going to have some fun on the way out the door. How they do that when a parade, when the yeah. wave like it? <laughs> come on in. Let's go. Get up behind. Yeah, Let's go. We'll tell you where to come. All right, so this morning, the NFL made the announcement that if the Bills and the Chiefs are playing in the AFC Championship game, we are going to the AFC stronghold of Atlanta, Georgia. 
<laughs> I saw that in the email and I was pissed off. How did you react? <laughs> I was mad. I think it's ridiculous, except Indianapolis. If you're gonna if you want to get mad at somebody, I guess you can get mad at Indianapolis, who said they have a women's volleyball tournament for high no, school. No, you don't girls. understand how much money that's worth to this it's city. Three hundred thousand people coming in. It's supposed to be it's the biggest tournament, I think, in the Midwest. People plan a year in advance to come to the tournament. Yeah. The so, amount of you can't just move that. Fair. That's also yeah, because it's, it's volleyball rooms. Yeah. There's people coming from all over the country. Like if my family was going to that, and I'll tell you this right now, my family will be going to that tournament at some point in our lives in the next five years. Because of Kendall or because you just want to go? No, because of Kendall. Okay, cool. 100%. She's taking to this sport. Like I, I, I couldn't believe it, but she's getting tall and she's, she's out in the backyard practicing herself. I, nice. I I I don't believe it. It's great. I'm just enjoying it. But that tournament is a huge deal. And if that, our family was going, and you told you told me the tournament was going to be moved an extra day, just we'll play Friday. Well, no, it's supposed to be more because because of the volleyball courts that are set up at Lucas Oil, that it was going to actually like take like three or four days. Correct. Would have ruined the entire tournament. You can't. You can't yeah. do it that weekend. So now you have to move it to another weekend. Cancel all the hotels. Rebook them. All this. Right. It can't be done, and it's a gigantic amount of money. So I understand Indianapolis. They're not at fault. Detroit is re- at fault. Well, Detroit is resodding or re-turfing the field at Ford Field. So that's why Detroit couldn't take it. So they've already ripped up the field. And so you can't play in Detroit. You can't, can't be play. in a dome, P. Ralt. Well, that's the question. That's my beef. That's what everyone says. So you had heard, I think you heard Pittsburgh, right? It was being they thought talked. of. They talked. They, they talked. talked to Pittsburgh about going yeah. to do it there. And I think it would have been a unique look to play a neutral field game outdoors, given that Kansas City and Buffalo at this time of the year, typically it's cold. Buffalo for sure. Casey generally is as well. And so you're not giving the advantage that I think you're giving both offenses are going to love the perfect conditions. Just think the bills are going to like it a little bit more. This feels like a little bit of a, of a Buffalo bills benefit. It's only if the bills are the host, right? No bills and the chiefs face off. If they're going to play each other, Kansas city, they're not playing Kansas city. They can't because bills are bills are the, are, are the Casey's the one seed bills could have been the one seed. So they're going to Atlanta. Casey's bent. I mean, I, I know a chief fan who went on a rant this morning on Facebook and furious about it. Being like, like I'm a season ticket holder. I pay a lot of money for a chance to go and watch my team play in the biggest game of the year by no fault of the chiefs. That game has been taken out of their home stadium when they're the one seed. They're the, the NFL. This again, this goes right back to what we're talking about with the Ravens and the Bengals. The NFL has decided to say, look, we're not going to follow our own rules. Because by their own rules, the one seed gets home field throughout the entire playoffs until the Super Bowl. You play the whole regular season for the chance to have this game, the AFC title game, in your building. And now the Chiefs are getting that taken away from them if it's the Bills who wind up playing there. Now, if you're a Chief fan, you're pulling hard for Buffalo to lose. But they might not. Bengals go there. There's no worries. Arrowhead's the place. Well, well, hold on a second. That's a good question. If the Bengals... 
the Bengals and Chiefs play. I don't think the, the, okay, the Bengals and the Chiefs would play in the second round, right? So that that's not going to worry. So Chiefs are going to have the Bengals at their place, so they can't no, play. Bills and Bills and Bengals will play in the second round, though. Two and three, aren't the Bengals a three? They are. Hold on, like, yeah. I, I just two and three play. I need to see this because why yeah. didn't the NFL address that? That's weird to me, right? Because if the Bengals, it wouldn't it be the same situation. The Bengals are the three seed. I'm paying attention to this week's games. I don't know. I'm looking oh, no, no, no. Okay, so one play. No, no, one would play. So two plays three in one place four. So the Jack, if the Chargers win, the Chargers are going to Kansas or going to Kansas City, right? Yeah. If the Bengals win, the Bengals are going the to Jags the Bills. Win, they're going to Kansas City. Right. So if the Bills lose the only to the Bengals. The Ravens would be the team. The, oh, um, that's what they're saying. Okay, what they're saying is the Bengals did not have a chance to be the one seed. The Bengals could not have been the one seed. By postponing the game or canceling because, the game. No, but, well, because the Chiefs won out. If the Chiefs had lost, then the Bengals would have been in position there. But they finished two games behind. So they couldn't have been the one seed. That's why. I know. My head hurts already. So the so, so the Bengals would the Bengals would go to play at Casey at Arrowhead. Right. That's why if, the, if it's yeah. the Bengals. Okay. So only the Bills game is where they would play in Atlanta. So you're hoping for the Bengals to be the opponent if you're a Chief fan. You don't want the Bills there. Right. It's tough. Outdoors, it's it's tough. I I'm I feel for Chief fans, I hear you. If you end up having to go to, go to Atlanta, Georgia, people were saying it's an hour further drive from Buffalo to Atlanta, then KC to Atlanta. I don't think that really matters to you. I mean, once you're driving 10 hours, 12 hours, 15 hours, what the heck's an extra hour? It's, it's ridiculous. If they were trying to keep it geographically correct, they would have just played it in the middle. Would have just played it somewhere closer. I mean, it does. It wasn't matter. It didn't matter geographically. What's the one? Is there a dome? Get the dump, where they could get the place. And two, I just think it compromises the integrity of the game itself because it's would have been outside at either one of the places. So play it Amen. outside in the northern hemisphere, and yeah. at least make it you know uh, as close to what would have been without the fans there on the field. Let the players decide it. Now you put it and in Casey. The- somebody oh. said, "Do you think airports factored in?" Somebody was like, Atlanta's a major hub. It's easy to fly from Buffalo no. to Atlanta and KC no. to Atlanta. It's who said yes? I mean, they asked Indy. They said no. They yeah. couldn't do it. They Detroit, Detroit said, said we're no. already ripping up the turf. We can't do it. What Shit, other dome? Find somebody. You know, so they, they, that's the only other dome, right? I mean, that's the only other East Coast, Eastern time zone dome. I mean, what are they going to do? Indy? Go to Miami and play the game? No. No. You know, it's just, it's just, it's silly. Oh, so, New Orleans, I guess. You could have gone to New Orleans. Probably they could have. Who knows? D Weezy said uh, he just came in a chat and said natural or the neutral site is only for the Chiefs Bills yeah. uh, matchup. Bengals couldn't be the one seed regardless. Yeah. So makes sense. Okay, pretty simple. So dogs last year went one in five in the wild in the wild card round, but yep. since 2017, dogs have gone 16 and eight. What's your feeling this year? Since 20. Seven, Seven, what'd you say? 2017. Since 2017, dogs have gone 16 and eight in the wild card round. But last year, they were one and five. With one year with nobody in the stands, right? Yes, 2020. That was the only year they did that, right? Mm-hmm. Because all the dogs won that year. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are, you, what are you asking? Dog outright this week? No, I'm just saying, do, do you feel in the six games that get played this week, how many dogs do you think cover? 
I mean, the books would be perfect with a three and three result, but might be four and two, two and to four. The dog. I don't know. I it feel, feels like four I think, and two or four, two and four. I think two and four. It could be. I think some two of the dogs lines are, are inflated. Two dogs are who? Giants and Chargers. Or sorry, no, the, the, their favorites are Giants and um, Jacksonville. No, Tampa. Oh. Mm. Those are the those okay. are the two. Yeah. Uh I don't know. There's a lot of buzz about Seattle covering. There is. Know. There's a lot of buzz. There's a lot of buzz about I mean the line now is nine and a half with Cincinnati. I mean, it just, you know, and I know it's in the rundown. Keeps I'm not going. gonna jump ahead, but it's fine. just keeps it's going, going up. Going, going, going. Like it's uh it's not surprising, but I mean it's still like really? But then you look Joe, at the numbers, and Joe Burrow's been just amazing. I mean, it's like, not fair. It stinks. I mean, if, if you're a Ravens fan, you, you're – I mean, I think Ravens fans have resigned themselves to the idea that they're going there for essentially like being led to slaughter. They have no chance to beat the Bengals. <laughs> now, when that happens, ten, things tend to – in the NFL yeah. at least – you end up having like an oh my gosh moment. Maybe the Bengals win, but it's like a last second field goal or something, or the Ravens find their way because everyone's expecting it. The line move, if I am a Bengals fan, the, the line move concerns me because it's one way action right now. No one likes Baltimore. They're all on Cincinnati. Well, it's the same thing with Buffalo and Miami, right? Same thing. It just just shot up to a number. Now it's going to stop. I mean, we know that the Cincinnati number is 10. Yeah. Once we get to 10, we get the Buffalo money all we want, but. Books are going to resist that. Might need okay to need Saturday night a game or Baltimore's. This is going to be a gigantic roll to if the public sides mm. all go at least close to Sunday night game becomes gigantic, but it becomes so the public sides. Let's play this up real quick. The 49ers. Public side, total favorites. This is it's the every. So let's let's clear this up now that we're free. Yes, let's let, let's let's just clear this up because there's a lot of people that like to talk about the public side, the sharp side, the rhombuses, the parallelograms, <laughs> and all this other bullshit. Bet splits and all this other stuff. Yeah, the books need the fucking dogs pretty much every day. There's very rarely, what does the book need? I used to get calls from our friends. What does the book need today? The dogs. Which ones? All of them. <laughs> okay? All of in every, them. In every sport? Are we saying just football? Pretty much football and mostly basketball, NBA. Mm-hmm. 90% of the time, the book needs the dog. I used to say, how many dogs are at the kennel? <laughs> you take your dog and put it in the kennel when you go away. That's how many dogs we need today. Pretty much All sums it up. Okay. So this weekend is wild card weekend. There will be one dog probably that the book won't need. I don't know which one it is yet. I think I have a feeling which one it's going to end up being. And I think you do too. Tampa. Hmm. <sighs> Hmm. Yeah. You didn't have to call nobody. <laughs> didn't have to send no DMs or no texts. You didn't even have to put the fucking glasses on to see it. You can just look at the board and right. watch the shows or listen to people talk. That's probably the one. 
So what are the books going to need? They're going to need the dogs, all of them. Seattle, yes. Jacksonville, yes. Buffalo, Miami, absolutely. Who wins? Does does either of the double digit, and let's put the nine and a halfs into double digits. There's three games that have lines of nine and a half or higher. Do you see the Ravens, Dolphins, or Seahawks winning outright? Either one. Oh, and three. Yeah, I I mean, could it happen? Absolutely. Like, is it as confident as we were yesterday with the hockey? No, it's not. Because I was at the book, okay? I was at at the book. uh, I was at the Stations Casino book here at Red Rock by my house. Guy, Guy walks up. Niners, Bills, Bengals, parlay. Money, Money line. Line. minus one fifty. Came in and I was like, "Oh, very confident." Five hundred bucks on five hundred. Money line parlay, minus one fifty. Laying one fifty. Yep. I mean, you set yourself up perfectly because you get the first game in early Saturday. You get the second game in early Sunday, and now you need the Bengals. To win straight up for 500 or for minus 150, 450 to win three. You win about 325 if you put up a nickel. Yep. Crisp, crisp $100 bills. Like just like right from the teller, $100 bills. Of course. (laughs) It was nice. I love, I I mean, as long as they're not sticky, I always used to like when they come in crisp like that. Just give it, put it on a counter and let's go. Here's the ticket, go. But you set yourself up perfectly if you get the first two in, which I mean, San Francisco winning gotta be, and Buffalo winning gotta be. So you yeah. could put them with whatever you want after that. I mean, the Bengals aren't gonna lose to the Ravens. I can't see it's like I just burrow at but home. It it would be nuts. Now covering sitting, one thing, but now you're sitting with a nickel to win another three twenty five if you do that parlay. So Sunday afternoon. You find your way to the Ravens on the money line. Plus 350. Plus 350. And you now you can't lose. Like my buddy that insisted that TCU was going to win on Monday. I tried to tell him. I said, look, I know you think they're going to win. But what if they don't? Just assure you don't lose no money. Mm. He wouldn't do it. But now, if you do that with the favorite, you ain't got to lay much out to take the money line or you shoot for the middle. Cause I was, I, I'm glad we're talking about this. Cause I very much thought about trailing this. And now you just convinced me to trail that guy's bet because I think that that's, you may be able to take 10. You may be able to take 10 by Sunday. You could have Bengals zero through 10. You go hand him your nickel to win three twenty five ticket. Right. You go hand him your one ten to win a hundred ticket. They give you back a thousand plus dollars and you ain't got no risk. You can only middle it. You can't lose both. It's what professional betters do. It's what they do. Interesting. That yeah. is a very because you would yeah, one ten to win one ten to win a hundred to get your to get your money back. Well, no, you've laid out a nickel. Right. So I mean you could lay 330 to win 300 on the plus okay. 10 points. Right. So now if you win that bet, you don't necessarily lose the other bet. If they win by one through 10, you win them both. 
You get back 825, collect. Yep. You get back 630, collect. You got 1500 in your pocket. You've laid out six. Or you've laid out eight, I mean. It's a pretty nice weekend. I, I mean, the, the guy did it and I wanted to bring it up on the show. I was like, that's a really interesting look to why I went with these numbers because it's, it just feels like you can get involved with some decent parlay action because of the way the games are spaced out. And the fact that these numbers are so big. Now, if one of these dogs wins, you just can't get beat by Seattle and Buffalo or, or Seattle and Miami. Rather. Those are the games you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta watch and sweat. You gotta, right. You, I mean, and you can, the thing that these guys but are money line. in game for is you can get out in game. Right. If you need to, if things happen, if uh, McCaffrey Injuries. gets hurt, right. And Brock Purdy hurt. all of a sudden gets hurt. Now they got me paint playing quarterback from the stands. And but everything went bad for San Francisco and they're going to lose. Right. And you see it coming. I mean, you could bet Seattle quick just to not, you know, minimize your loss. You're always trying. I can't get enough of the mentality of minimizing the loss is as important as maximizing the win. I think it's more important. I th- I mean, that's how I think. I mean, I, yeah, but I've been called not a gambler. Like th- th- that's people say you're not a real gambler when you look at it that way and you're not running, you know, you're not willing to, to make the leap. Gamblers are willing to make that leap. And I'm like, okay, I'm not a gambler then. Like I would rather minimize my risk and I'd rather take a profit and not roll. If I have a four leg parlay and I have a chance to hedge off of the last leg, I do it almost every time. I always hedge. <laughs> like it's just, I'd rather win than have to sit there and watch a three hour game going, man, I could win $200 here or I could have won a hundred. I'd rather win a hundred and not have zero come back because <laughs> I lost because I, I I'm a gambler. It's, it's, it's so, I don't know at what point you get to that point in your life or your experience doing this but like it is fun to sweat a nice big ticket it really it is. is and then oh, when you oh don't God. win it you're like <laughs> yeah. god damn it i got close and then you do it again and you sweat it and you're like what am i i, I keep getting close and i don't win it like i bet the steelers so many times to win the super bowl big odds 50 to 1 40 to 1 and they got to the super bowl against the packers I went and took three and a half with the Packers and laid juice just to get a middle. I had a three-point middle. It was amazing that the Packers could win the game or lose by three and a half, and I was collecting something. Mm. So I did it with the Phillies, with the World Series. I had the Phillies to win a World Series for an uncomfortable amount of money. I went and bet the Astros repeatedly because I was like, well, I don't need to win the uncomfortable amount of money. I need to win – a couple mortgage payments though. Like yeah. that's good oh, yeah. enough. And I had no loss. So it changes your mentality. It's good that you're open to it. Somebody just went in the chat. Mark Hicks just went in the chat and said he did that money line parlay and he only laid minus 120. What does that say? Minus 115. How's so he did possible? it early because he did it on Monday or Tuesday before the lines ran. Mark Hicks, I'm in. I laid that three leg money line parlay at minus 115. That a yeah. boy, son. Monday or Tuesday, because the numbers weren't, I mean, remember, we didn't know about Lamar. So the number was still six and a half. Oh, and the Buffalo number was nine because the Buffalo uh, was nine. So he got, he got less money. Wow. They got almost pick him. His money line juice is a lot. It's a three leg parlay, right? I mean, that's, I mean, you know, it's, it's not, the books are okay with this. It's the extra leg that cuts. I mean, two leg, I guess now it's probably gonna be too much. We do a two leg money line. Um, yeah, it's minus two seventy three. But that third leg is what really comes in with the the math. 
right. on that, and you, and you can do that. Uh, someone just mm-hmm. asked me, would you do a Bucks, Giants, and Jags? It's ten to one return money line parlay. That ain't bad. If you think all three dogs are going to win, that ain't bad. Was that pay 10 to one? 10 to one. I mean, a regular points parlay with those three pay six and a half to one or seven, depending where you show up. Three game parlay pay six and a half. So six and a half. No, six point. It's six plus 621. Fandle's got plus 621, but yeah. I mean, it's funny. This weekend. Fandle lowered the odds on three game parlay to plus 621 for three gamer. Yeah. What are you people doing? <laughs> Getting in more legal, more states, and you're lowering the odds. Not telling nobody. Because nobody knows. But the fun thing about this weekend, and this is where the NFL, like, okay, let me ask you this question. Because somebody said this to me yesterday. Could we were bitching about the Monday? Yeah. And somebody said, you two are in gambling. Why don't you see why they put it on Monday? Oh, I know why they put it on Monday. So why you, you, you their point was, why are you two bitching about it? You know what they did. And I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll t- you're right. That's exactly why, because it all rolls to Monday. The oh, they didn't sports- do it. They did not do it for the gambling. They did. You it don't for think the so? Audience? No, 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 no. They did it for the. They did it for the audience. Okay. They get a sole single weeknight Monday. They buy another Monday night. Correct. But the reason why we started Monday Night Football was because to steal Jeff Dawson's line, the Tuesday envelopes. So you've got that going on Tuesdays. Monday night football, it rolls the entire, doesn't everything roll to Monday, all of Saturday, all of Sunday rolls right to Monday. I mean, it, it always did. I mean, I remember Monday night football from when I was a little kid. It was, um, it was important to a lot of people, but yeah, it extended the work week for guys in the business and extended the work week for guys betting. It's, it's another free week of that. It's 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 and they can sell it differently for the TV. It's a gigantic thing. It's but they, yeah, it doesn't need to be because of the gambling. I don't think it just it helps the gambling. Hundred yeah. percent, it helps the gambling. Mister C's in the chat, by the way. He said that dog parlay is ten to one offshore right now. It's ten to one at Fanduel. Ten to one at Fanduel. There you go, yeah. Mister C. It's ten to yeah, one at Fanduel too. Yeah, it's both. I mean, it's generally. So, I mean, consensus right now, the market is, you know, it's hard to find an off-market number or price at the moment. It's all the same. Everybody, yeah. God forbid you go off market and you, and <laughs> you, and are- you if you're wrong, you got to hear it from the boss. And if you're right, they don't even say thank you. So, you know, we could leave Dallas minus three and take all the bets in the world and let it roll to it. And Dallas wins by 10. And the guy goes, how did you know? I, nobody knows shit. I keep telling you that, but you do, you don't just pay me, pay me. Fair. Uh, we'll get to the games. Go back to the games in a second. Derek Carr said goodbye to Vegas today. Where Awkward do you think- for you? For me? Awkward. Was- Did you when you when you saw it? Was that was it? I mean, like, what yeah, was because that? he he doesn't know what to say. It was it was it was weird. He wants to say fuck you, Josh McDaniels. That's what he wants to say. Oh, that's what he that's what he wants to do. He wants to go. Yes, he wants to say this was my team. I said I wanted to retire a Raider. I grew up a Raider fan. My dream was to be a Raider. I signed a lifetime deal with the Raiders. I moved next to John Gruden to be the quarterback for the Raiders in one year of Josh McDaniels. And I'm out. That's what he wants to do. That's who he wants to hammer. 
but he can't. So it has to be mm. awkward. And he's talking in innuendo around. It never goes the way you want. Endings are tough, blah, 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 blah. I'm just, I don't see a landing spot for him that makes a ton of sense for me. Do you? Not yet. I I, I don't. Ooh, what but did Zach the Hat send me? There's, there's a lot of... Uh, Oh, how about that? Victor Ford just tweeted, if the Raiders can't trade Derek Carr by the 15th of February, they will cut him. He's not extending the deadline. So that's, so did, that's because of the money? Because Derek Carr's like, uh-uh, I'm not playing ball with you guys. you got to cut me. Meaning that, oh man, Derek, Derek Carr's going to war. <laughs> He's going to war with the Raiders. It always ends this way, right? Oh, it's bad. It doesn't always end this way. It doesn't end this, this negative. This is nasty. This is tough. And Franco Harris played for the Seattle Seahawks. No, I know, but he left. I mean, the difference is that Derek Carr is 31, right? Yeah, but when they tell you you're done, you're done. But he is is not listening to that, obviously. He doesn't subscribe to that theory that he's done. Of course not. Do you think think he's done? I mean, is being a backup quarterback in the NFL? No. Being a starter? He's done being a starter? On a contending team, I do, yeah. I mean, you I don't think, think he could go to Tennessee and be successful. I mean, okay, you're handing the ball off. Eat. So you think the Titans is a good spot for him? You don't Who's think he throwing to? to? The Jets and be successful? Maybe, but to compete? He can go in there and compete. But, I mean, again, you're going into a situation where you're not guaranteed the starting job. Zach Wilson's still the guy they want to start Listen, there. Listen, man, the way this thing ended, you ain't guaranteed nothing. You ain't guaranteed a job, period, in the NFL right now. He has to know right. that. He if does, he, but he. this was his team. I mean, the Raiders were his team. They gave him the franchise. Team. You know whose team it is? Mark Davis's. That's whose Fair. fucking team it is. <laughs> and Davis is now listening to Josh, and McDaniels is dictating what's happening with the roster. And so he's cleaning out. And I've come right around to your point about Derek Carr being replaced by Aaron Rodgers. I, I think that is makes all the sense in the world for that to happen. And so Derek Carr is going to have to deal with the fact that Devontae Adams, his boo, his best friend, is going back to his ex-wife. And he's going, he's going back to his I family. I thought Brady was coming here. I did. You already I dismissed did. that in a day, 24 hours? I, I, I didn't dismiss it, but we'll get to the Brady-Dolphins conversation here in a second that has me going, oh, God, this could be really bad. What are you talking about? I think the Rodgers thing is if Brady goes to Miami, uh, uh-oh. Do you think Mark Davis is behind the scenes working, trying to decide his next starting quarterback is between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? Wouldn't that be something? Well, I think it With has the a Super lot to Bowl do. coming here next year. The year, I mean, not this a month, but in the year, a year after, from, a year from next month. Yeah, oh. February, February twenty twenty four. Look, the oh. Rams did it. The Rams did it right. The Rams won it all in their own building. Tampa did it in their own building. Why can't the Raiders do it? Win it in their own building. I mean, you got to fix the defense, obviously, but I mean, this is a, if you're a quarterback, okay. And you're looking at jobs. This is why I think Derek Carr is going to have a tough spot because Ryan Tannehill is still the guy for now in Tennessee. Zach Wilson's the heir apparent with the jets. Lamar Jackson is still in Baltimore, but could get replaced by Justin Fields. The bears have the first pick in the draft and could draft a quarterback. You start looking around the league. You go Desmond Ritter with Atlanta. He's the heir apparent there to get that job. Teams can make decisions and move things around. Obviously nothing is set in stone, but there's not a natural place for Derek Carr to go that you go. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense for Derek Carr to be the starting quarterback of this team. And that's why he's pissed off because this was his team, him, 
and he he recruited Devontae Adams to come to Las Vegas. <laughs> like it was come play with me, man. And they got one year. And the new head coach decided to scrap that all thing and turn the page and say we're going in a different direction. I'll say this: if they don't get Rodgers or they don't get Brady, mm, <laughs> they better get one of the two in Why? my mind. Because he, I'm sorry, I like Jared Stidham, but he's not going to be the guy. They're going to draft the guy. Are I mean, if they ship out. Carr, is there somebody there to draft? I don't know. I mean, I mean they're drafting at like the bottom of the top guys. ten. All, all the quarterbacks might be gone. They may need to trade up to go get a quarterback. Okay, that's not always possible. You can try to do it. You know, you know, you might be able to do it. You might not. I don't know. I mean, there's guys. There's, you know, they they can't take uh, a kid from TCU. Is he a first rounder? Max Duggan is not a first round pick. Do you? Take, He's not even a uh, Max Duggan's not even a fourth Stroud? round pick. Do you take Stroud? He's gone number two. It take, who's taking him second? I think the first. I think the first four picks in the draft are going to be quarterbacks. Who's sitting in those pots will be determined later, but it's going quarterback, 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 quarterback. First four picks. Just how this works. Oh my god! You're most a important. lawyer. You're a meteorologist. Now you're <laughs> now you're Mel Kiper. First just, four picks in a draft are quarterbacks. You're out of your mind. You think the first four picks, the kid from Kentucky, they're taking him in the first four picks? Oh, yeah. He might go one. Levis might go one. Levis is, oh. <laughs> Just telling you what everyone's saying. You can't listen to what everybody's saying. It's all bullshit. Oh, no, it's not. Not on talent. No, 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 no. That's where draft momentum is not bullshit. Really? Who takes them? No, who takes the player? I'll give you that's bullshit. I'll watch what the wedding the- markets. We'll see. We'll see. Bryce watch, Young's number one. Kuiper, Bryce Young's number one. Markets. Okay. Bryce Young's number one. You have two defensive players, the D lineman from the Carter kid from Georgia, and you've got Anderson from Alabama. Those are your two defensive options at the top of the draft. Okay. But so everything else. Two and three. They could. But the quarterbacks else, are going one, two, three, four. That's not I happening. Do believe, okay. But they very well could. And they're going to be gone. I say all four top ranked quarterbacks are gone by pick eight in the draft. So the Raiders draft seventh, I believe. So we'll see what they take for a quarterback. Can they draft a quarterback? There may not be one available. I'm just saying it's not a surefire. Like, I think it's a great plan. Sign Rogers, trade for Rogers, get Brady, and then draft a guy to sit behind him for two years or whatever it might be. But Aaron Rodgers, if you get Aaron Rodgers, you don't need to draft a quarterback. He's Hell 39 no. years you, old. You better not draft a quarterback. What are you talking about? You He's did, 39. You, you can play Stidham for five more years. Why don't you sit here and listen and just fucking wait? Well, not even wait. I don't, I don't think you need to burn the draft capital on a quarterback. I think you just leave Jared right. Stidham as the backup and you bring in Aaron Rodgers. Of course. And you draft Bang. a defensive, you draft a defensive player to help draft your defense. Draft people that can tackle. Oh, hell yeah. That's My what gosh. they need. Draft Multiple, multiple people who, who can tackle. Again, I like Mike Mayock. I thought he was great as an analyst. I thought he was going to be really a fun guy to watch. His draft picks sucked for the Raiders. He was awful as a GM for the Raiders, in particular drafting defensive players. Oh, it was really, really bad. So I'll be very curious to see, but I don't know. I, I feel for Derek Carr. I, I got to admit. And then the same thing happens with Derek Lamar Jackson. Derek Carr is going to start in the NFL next year. Okay, you tell me where. 
I have I, no I, idea. It's January. Right. I'm worried about the games this week. I ain't giving a I'm shit. I'm just saying. I don't know if he's got. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I don't think he may. He's going to have an job. opportunity to compete for a starting yes, job. Yes, that I will subscribe to. One opportunity to to compete to win the starting and job in the yes. right situation. It wouldn't be a bad move to probably put him in that spot. He's not to all to blame for what happened here. Nope. They won six games. They led five of them. They they led five games by 20 points or more and lost them all. He retweeted, I think, in the tenure of Derek Carr, the highest ranked defense he played with was like 15th in the league in, yeah. in total, total defense. He never got help. His defenses were always horrible. So he was always forced to play from behind and always forced to do. You didn't have the greatest offensive lines in the world either. That too. You don't know, forget, fair. they went to Cincinnati last year and was one play away from beating Cincinnati in Cincinnati in the playoffs with a interim coach who they probably should have fucking kept. Uh, amen to that. Would have kept that locker room together, stabilized the organization, the lifer in there who everybody couldn't wait to play for, and then blew it all up to do this and start it all over, went and got free agents. Maybe it doesn't work that well all the time to do that. In football, yeah. In baseball, I might be able to do it, but football is tougher. Lamar is not practicing. This is another spot that may be a quarterback landing spot. I don't think Carr would wind up going with the Baltimore Ravens, but there could be a new quarterback there, depending. It is interesting to see the people in the media who – are writing and talking and tweeting about what the Ravens are going to do. If Lamar misses this game, it looks like Tyler Huntley is going to do that. I mean, it, it, it looks like that's going to happen. Tyler Huntley's going to play. Yep. It looks like he's going to start. He's on pace to start, but there's no guarantee of it. The number tells you that Lamar is definitely not playing. And there are some questions about the backup quarterback as to whether or not he'll play in this game. Okay. How high does this go? You mentioned it's nine and a half. 10. Is it 10? That's the, that's the ceiling. In a playoff game in two rivals in the black and blue division, we have a 10 point line between the Bengals and the Ravens. How do you not take the Ravens? Good question. In your history of watching this division in your life, if I told you, forget quarterbacks, forget anything, just the Ravens are playing the Bengals in the playoffs, and I'm giving you 10 points with Baltimore, don't you just go auto fire on the Ravens? I mean, as the book, we're sitting there going, keep betting. Windows are open. Go ahead, lay 10. Yeah. It's just, it's, you take your shot in that situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd feel better about it if Huntley was playing. Right. You know? Um, I don't blame Lamar if he don't play at all. I mean, I'm, I'm good with it. If he would somehow decide to play, he ain't playing. That number tells me he ain't playing. If he plays at this point, <laughs> the number's coming right back down the ladder fast. It's like shoots and ladders, right? Remember that yeah. game? That would be an amazing poker up, move. Up, up, up right? Jump right down. Yes. I mean, they're playing, they're playing poker like this where Lamar's not practicing. Remember when Josh Allen was seen practicing, he had to run off the field because the media showed up and he had, he stayed there too long. And that was the whole thing against the Chargers. And all of a sudden we were like, what the fuck? He's playing. This is crazy. That's, I really wonder, if the, could this be the same situation where Harbaugh oh. is just playing the ultimate game of oh. poker and then come game day, it's like, <laughs> watch. And all of a sudden here comes Lamar. I don't know, man. I mean, this is where 
I had this conversation with a friend of mine who bet the Bengals to win the Super Bowl back in the middle part of the year. Yeah. And I was like, I, I'm cheering for you. I, I hope we're in Arizona and we're going to see Joe Burrow because it will be a lot of fun to see the, the Bengals take that next step. But man, if Lamar plays, I am petrified that the Bengals are getting bounced at home in game one. Yeah. Yeah. When do the Bengals become the Bengals again? When does, when does the history, you know, when the Red Sox played the Yankees in the 2003 ALCS and you brought up this extra inning game, here came Tim Wakefield and Derek Jeter just said, hold on, the ghosts are going to show up. And then Aaron fucking Boone hits the home run and walks off and everybody hates the world because Grady Little pulled Pedro Martinez too early in game six of the ALCS. At some point, you got to re- they will shed the cloak of being a loser. But until they do it. When do the Bengals go back to being the Bengals? I don't know, man. Joe B has changed the whole culture. <laughs> His ATS numbers change everything, right? It's um, it's just one of those games where I hope. I hope on the stars Lamar Jackson plays because it becomes the game to watch. It becomes a playoff game without him. It's just a game of what if, what if Lamar played, you know, what could it look like? Cause you know what I mean? Mark Andrews, he hasn't played in six weeks. Yeah. I think, I mean, this is, this would legit be the biggest upset of the week. If Lamar don't play. Even oh. more so. Well, Miami would probably Upset? be bigger. Yeah. If he if, doesn't if, play if and they win, you mean? Yeah. Or he plays in general. No, if they if he doesn't play and they win. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I think um I can't see it happening. Without him playing, they can't win the game, in my mind. See, I can. See, I can Tyler Huntley's gonna beat Joe Burrow on the road in one the one bad game. One bad game. Man. They can have one bad game. Harbaugh's um, gonna have to do an incredible thing. I mean, like, you know, C. Taney twenty two just came in and said Bengals twenty three seventeen. What if it's that type of game and then there's a fumble and and they get a late drive and a field goal and and or a touchdown and win it? Um, you know, who else just came in and said I got plus seven and I feel confident? Um, Akbar. Guys, Lamar's been done at Baltimore. It's over. Okay. It See, that's over. where that's the prevailing thought and statement from Baltimore Ravens people that their media is reporting guys. The ship is gone. Lamar Jackson's not coming back. It's over. He's not playing. He's not playing on the franchise tag. This is going right. to all play out in the off season. Lamar played this game. He, his knee, he's not going to risk any further injury to the knee. And the team has just been lying about his status. Like the Patriots used to do with Brady. Yeah. yeah he's coming. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's coming back. He's yeah. coming back. And they've known for weeks. He's not coming back. And that's possible. Toledi, Ryan Toledi said cars going to the Saints. That's a possibility. I didn't even think of that. Um, okay. I All right. That's, that's the that's best not, option that's, I've thought. That's, that's not a bad one, right? It's not a bad option. Galper I think also, the reason why Galper also said he's on the Ravens money line. The reason why I don't subscribe to the Saints for Derek Carr is I still think Sean Payton might wind up going back there. We'll get well, that's to that. the other thing too. Like I was we'll talking about where second. quarterbacks are going. We don't even know who the coaches are. Yeah, we'll get to that. Gotta in get second, the coaches, but, and that's on the rundown too. I know, but 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 that's one thing I would look at. So the Chargers are two and a half at the Jags. Does this game get to three? In your opinion, first one will be Chrissy at South Point. Interesting, in okay. my opinion. 
Okay. He'll, in fact, maybe I'll reach out to him later today uh, or tomorrow. Am I wrong to think the Chargers are winning this game? Does it matter if I say yes or no right now? I'm curious. <laughs> just your opinion. Just what you think. Because I, I put it out this morning. I said, am I wrong to think that the Chargers are going to beat the Jaguars? And it feels public square, boring. But I just can't get my – I can't wrap my head around an AFC South team winning a playoff game. Like I, still- I, I understand that. But, I mean – to answer your question, yes, I can see Jacksonville winning this game. Mm. I'm not sold on the Chargers. I hate the coach. People. I hate Brandon Staley, but I think they. Oh. they're gonna. I think they're gonna roll. Them. Give me Dougie P. I like Dougie P. A lot. I think they're gonna roll them. I don't think the Jags are gonna score. I think Bosa is gonna kill Trevor Lawrence. The game's being bet over. I don't understand what these guys are saying in the over. Wow. A blowout, like a shootout. Not a shootout. Blowout's possible. Not a shootout. It's 47 and a half. Chargers could score 30. Okay, so 3017 is still under. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, that's what I mean. I don't understand the total. I don't know what I'm missing. I need to put on, I need to put on chargers listing glasses and see if I can see what I'm seeing. By the way, Auntie with eight E's, Auntie, my guy. Just shout out to the South Point. Um, I, I went looking for him last week when I was there. He wasn't working, but you guys were going to be talking at a South Point about some stuff too. It'd be a good place to do a Vegas meetup. If you by the way, just in terms of totals, Jacksonville is five and two to the under at home. That's what I mean. Like all the data says it's, it's, it's under the betting. Chargers, Chargers are five, three and one to the under on the road. Over the last 10 games, the Chargers are seven, two and one to the under. What are we doing? Why are we betting over? Like, what is that? I don't get that at all. This game's under. This would be phenomenal if we were sitting here today like this in the risk room. Look over and say, let's go down to 47. What? It's trending up. I know. Let's go to 47 and see who bets over. Uh Uh-oh, nobody's calling. Uh Uh-oh, nobody's hitting the button. Why? They're pushing this up. Oh, this is a head fake. I might be. I don't know. Okay. I like I it. Know. I buy it. I subscribe to it. I mean, maybe fake, yeah. not. Maybe we're missing something, P. Raw. We're maybe not. The first I mean, game it, flew over. Remember that? But I don't, again, I don't care about the first game. It was week three. It was 38 10, by the way. It didn't fly over. It was over by two and a half points. I agree. Just got over. I mean, barely. I, this was the same I, number, basically. It's 46. It's 47 and a half. It's 45 and a half in that game. It was at LA. It wasn't in, it wasn't in Jacksonville. But I, I mean, the Chargers are an under team. Anyway, the Jaguars are a road over team, but a home under. I mean, they've been a home under all year. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, the Baltimore game went over 28, 27. That game was at home. The Dallas game went over 40 to 34, but right after that, they gave up 34 points to Dallas. And since then they gave up three, three and 16. Hello. So their defense, I mean, Jets, Texans, Titans, not exactly the murderous row of NFL offenses, but I, I mean, just look at the Giants, 44, game went under, you know, home against Vegas, 48, game went under by a point. It was even under against the Chiefs on the road, even went under. Clown MB3, big part of the show, just came in and said, Jags got rolled by Detroit. I can see the Chargers doing the same. 
That's my, my that's, point is chargers in the under that's right now. That's my lean on a Thursday. That's where I am on yeah. that game. And just start looking at some of the numbers and some of the ways that, you know, I just think in a playoff setting at home, I think actually does the chargers a disservice. I think they'd rather be on the road. Sorry. The Jaguars would be on the road. These are this, this, this team is not used to being in this spot. C Taney 22 just said chargers are a better team. No. Holy cow. Can you hear that? Sorry. Yeah, what's wrong? The maintenance, guy, the maintenance guy is here. I told him not to come during the show, but he came during the show. Do you have to were go you with get me? him to stop? Were, 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 were you with me during the uh, – stopped. Were you with me during my time at uh, at the Palms when the fire alarms would go off during the show? Yes. I've been – I was all, we were on the air at times. <laughs> this is what – I'm having awful flashbacks. Listen, on the air. one of the biggest misconceptions <laughs> in the casino – I remember working in the first time in the book. I was moved to Vegas. I got the job after living here like eight months. And yeah. I had been in a casino. I was in a casino hanging out in a book and a fire alarm went off. I started running. I was like, where are we going? And they were like, relax. I said, what do you mean? I want to be in a casino when a fire alarm's going off. Then I started working in the casino. And now they kept and going the like it was nothing. Was like, yep. The fire alarm's going off. Oh, well. Well. <laughs> Do you want to parlay, sir? Well, no, no. Don't we have to leave? No, no. No, no. What do you mean? The thing used to drive me crazy is they would let it go, and then the lights would flash. Oh. And just the, just the lights would be oh. flashing with no sound. About it. Oh. it would just be going oh. on. And it became like this running joke. I put oh. in the odds. It was like, is the fire alarm going off today? And I'd walk over oh. to find the counter. And I'd be like, hey, any plans for the fire alarm? And then I got to, I asked so many times, I got to know the maintenance guy at the Palms. Oh. And I'd walk in and I would say, hey, man. What time are you guys planning on doing the fire alarm test? Yep. <laughs> and you would say, yep. right now it's scheduled between this time and this time. I'd be like, is there any way to move it not during my show? <laughs> like, can you not do it during my show? Is you there any way possible? Ask them to move the fire alarm so it didn't affect your show. A hundred percent. Because it was it was bad for everyone. Guy should have told you to shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about you or your show, buddy. Fine, that's true, alarm, but it's still at this time. time at the Palms for a national radio show to be interrupted consistently. People are going to go. If I go to the Palms, am I going to have to go out of my room? Like you were every in week? that glass thing that you still heard it. Heard it. I had a fire alarm in the room. Oh, that's a problem. Oh, okay. there was a fire alarm right next Fine. to me. So like I couldn't, I actually, when the fire alarm was going off, it was impossible to do the show. It could not be done. You were not able to do it. Sonic just said, I honestly thought that was at my house. We got See? people watching the show. Running I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're watching on sports grid, I'm sorry. That was, they just, I, I tried to say, don't come right now. He just sent me an email. He sent me a text message and said, Hey, I'm coming to fix the fire alarm. I said, don't do it now. Can you wait? Come and on. he came in and he has a key to the house and he came in and did and went ahead and did it. So like, oh, that, that, that's why I was going. I think we're good. I think he's done. You got this but, guy key to the house. Oh my God. I, I mean, it was beeping. Every single, like every 15 minutes, and it was driving me crazy. So I went uh, and replaced all of the batteries. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wouldn't stop. I replaced yeah. every battery. Yes. It wouldn't stop. Yeah. I yes. was so mad. So I, I had a window. nightmare in West Virginia when I moved by myself to West Virginia to be the director. Yeah. They put me up at what they called the Taj Mahal. It was an army barracks. Within walking distance. It was an army barracks. It was a Phenomenal. terrible place. They kept calling it the Taj Mahal as we were, you know, negotiating. As a joke. I was like, oh, really? Yeah, it's a place we put all the out-of-towners when they come in <laughs> until they find their own housing. I'm like, oh, cool. 
Is it nice? Yeah. Can you send me a picture? No. Oh, you don't have a picture? No. Okay. <laughs> is it close to the casino? Oh, yeah. yeah you can walk there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Downtown Wheeling? Like Louis Domingue said, Downtown. not the best. Okay? Not the best. I get there, and the guy says, this is where you're staying. I said, I ain't staying here. There ain't no way. I went back to the hotel. I said, book me a room for three days. I can't stay in that room. I walked in. It was 88 degrees in the room. They hadn't turned the air conditioning off. Oh, no. September 2nd. I said, turn the light switch on. Nothing worked. Mm. I said, there ain't no power in this apartment. So I stayed in the hotel up top level three days. And then he said, your room's ready. Perfect. I go down there. I'm there a week. Storm came up from Florida. We got We had to evacuate for three days. I came back. We stayed at a hotel four miles away. <laughs> came back, walked into this apartment. Everything was fine. And that fucking smoke alarm started going off. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> Didn't stop. So bad. I, I'm on a phone three with days. Jessica. I'm yeah, like freaking out. How do I? How, she goes, change your battery. You dumbass. Like, you know, because at home she touches yeah. everything. I don't touch nothing. Change your battery. Okay. Got to be the battery. It's still chirping. Hold, so that's the, why. hold the button. Count, count to five. That reached Did that. It. Nope. Did that too. I was going nuts. I almost called, that's why I called my maintenance guy. I was like, I, was like I can't do yes, right? I said, I can't do this. I'm going to freak out. It's driving me nuts. He's like, all right. He's like, the whole system probably needs to be reset. I'll come in and reset it. I was like, okay. Reminded him, do it after one o'clock. No one listens to me. This is the this, this is the beautiful thing about everyone in my life. Like you saw it, all those people when you were hanging out at my house, like people coming and going in and out. They all know I schedule everything in the afternoon, one o'clock on. Everyone, nobody listens. They all come in the morning. <laughs> they all like on their time. Forget your schedule. Come to my time. <laughs> all right. Listen, that's that's a very good subject though, that before we move on. Yeah. Talking about time. Mm. Now that you know, we don't have lawyers or warlords or anyone else to answer to, mm. you guys DM Matt or send an email or whatever. We're talking about moving the show start time, maybe to oh, like yeah. 11 o'clock Pacific AM, mm-hmm. two o'clock Eastern. If that would work better for some of you, Zach, the hats, uh, or who's, who's over in England, Bonvi or Zach, the hat, Zach, the hats in England, yeah. Zach, the hats in England. So that would, that would Bonvi's in Ontario. Bonvi's in Ontario. Yeah. I mean, so we might, we might just change that up because it feels like more people watch the show when we start later. We're trying to get as many people to watch the live show because you guys can see this chat flowing. You yeah. guys are talking to each other as much as we're talking to you or you're talking to us. So if that helps, yeah, so it would be 11 that. to one. You can send us a thought on 11 to one Pacific time, two to four Eastern. And the thought is that like a lot of people after work or get off work or at the end of their take a late lunch or whatever it might be that we're going to take you to four o'clock Eastern, which is right when people start betting. Like that's when that people really start to fire. If you look at the data as to like when do people bet, they bet really from like three hours before the game starts all the way until the game starts. So try to take it up as close to that, you know, start of that betting time from two until four. And it's, it fits into our schedule. So it makes it a little easier, you know, it gives us more time to set the show up in the morning. And so there may be, a, if it's a huge issue and everybody revolts and says, no, okay, maybe we won't. But right now that we're trending towards the yes to start it at two o'clock Eastern. 2 p.m. Eastern is 11 o'clock for us. Okay. Yeah, yeah we can do that. 
to push it in there to go for two hours for that. So as long as all the other people watching the show that do uh, show prep don't mind as well, that would be all right. Maybe, you know, we can get, it might start. There's the way I like it. That's why I like it. We could could screw up their schedule. We make sure that they can't go ahead and get the data the way they get it. No, no, no. I don't mind them getting the data. Just say, thank you. Somebody just say fucking thank you. That's all. Uh, Sean Payton, Sean Payton is going to do a, uh, a podcast tomorrow night with his daughter, Megan, who oh. was launching, launching a new podcast. Oh, so everyone's curious. Is Sean going to tip his hand? No. Where should he coach in your mind? If you could no, put him anywhere, where would you put I him? have no idea. I have no Dallas. idea whether it's Arizona, Dallas. Would you want the Arizona Miami, job? Miami, Denver. Yep. Um. Who else is getting whacked? He's tied to five jobs at the moment. Rams. Yep. He's going to go to the Rams. McVay's leaves. He's going to the Rams. That's not Who a bad knows? place to go. Rams are not. That's not bad from a life perspective. Not a bad place to go. Go coach the Rams. Guess where Megan lives? L.A., right? So coaching the Rams makes a lot of sense. That's what I mean. He could be anywhere. He's been sitting out a year, and he actually wants to get back into coaching. Well, he's building a whole he he's gonna show up with a roster. Like when he goes into these interviews, he's showing up with this is my coaching staff. Like he already knows who he's bringing to coach different positions. So it's literally turnkey. Like you hire Sean Payton, you're hiring an entire staff. They're all coming in and they'll hit the ground running. Can you imagine dad and daughter are doing a podcast? Yep. Can you imagine if at some point it's me and you and little P and little can say doing a podcast. Madeline likes that name all of a sudden out of nowhere. She's like, I'm, I'm little Bostonian. Little she likes B. that. She yeah. likes that name all of a sudden. I'm like, Oh, she didn't like it in the beginning. Now she likes it. It's funny. Cause I think cause Kendall likes little can sig. So now she's like, Oh, if Kendall likes little can sig. I like the little Bostonian. I don't know if Kendall likes it or not, but she, oh. she, she, she's owned it. She put it on a okay. hat. She's designs a hat. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I think it's cool that they're doing the podcast. I think 100% he ain't saying shit. I think he might talk about like what he's looking for. I doubt he'll say where or how. He's not going to blow his whole negotiation with a team by oh. telling his daughter where he's going. But I think it's, I think he'll kind of tip his hand a little bit as to what type of situation he wants. And we kind of know already, like ownership has to be behind him and he has to have roster control and things right. like that. So but I think most teams would right now would be willing to do it. I mean, Denver in particular, just because of the Hackett situation. I just you don't want know. that job. You should ask me if I wanted Arizona. Do you want Denver? No, because of Russ. That's that's tough to forget oof. about because of Russ. But what about you got the Chargers? You got oh, the division. Yeah. And you got Kansas yeah. City. He yeah. ain't going nowhere. Uh-uh. The players all just voted him the best quarterback in the league. He's probably going to win the MVP. Kansas City ain't going nowhere. Andy Reid and him are the most stable thing in the whole damn division. Fair. They lost Tyreek Hill. They're the one seat. Yep. You know, so, uh, and then, I don't know, the situation here feels like it could turn on a dime. They got pieces in place with Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams in an offense that could turn on a dime with the right person calling the plays and maybe throwing the passes, which would then make the defense better, which would make it then harder to compete. Denver, you're left with an aging quarterback that you're tied to a lot of money to that I don't think a lot of people want to come play with. Do you think the NFC West is easier to compete in? 
You do have the Niners. Hell no. I think, right? I mean, well, the Niners are one of the best teams Seattle's in the world. Seattle's always tough Seattle place to play. Seattle ain't going nowhere. They right. just got to the playoffs with Geno Smith. So, I mean, going to the Rams is nice. Yeah. I mean, and, and Arizona, I feel like Arizona's a dumpster fire. I don't want any part of that. I just, I'm, if I'm him, I want no part of that. Nope. Is it Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray's knee injury. What does he look like afterwards? Oh. Bidwell wants to get rid of your best wide out. Like it's, uh-uh. Cardinals are going to the bottom, I think. I think they might just restart the whole thing. Just burn it all to the ground. Yeah, Mark Hicks said if the Chargers lose to the Jags, he might go to the Chargers. They might dump Staley and he go to the Chargers. He got his big-time quarterback in Herbert. Well, that's – I mean, I would fire Brandon Staley, yeah, personally. Oh. I can't stand him. <laughs> I, I can't stand that dude. That guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's in, I mean, that's the thing. I, am I worried about Brendan Staley oh. making a, a decision in that game that's going to burn his team? A hundred percent. Especially if the line's right and it's a one possession field goal game one way or the other. Doug Peterson's going to coach circles around that guy. That's a bad coaching matchup in that game. Oh, man. I don't know. It's exciting. I If, if I was... If I was Sean Payton, I'd be already negotiating my media deal. He doesn't want to. I mean, he got bored. He don't want to like, do it. I mean, he don't bored. want to do it. No, I was told. I told you last summer. I was told that he's coaching this year. Yeah. It's happening. And the Cowboys, I still think it's a place where he winds up. I think if Dallas loses to Tampa, Texans rebuild. Good spot for him as well. My guy Akbar just said he ain't Texans. going to Houston. Come on, what? With that owner, it's the worst franchise in sports. Literally, the Texans are the worst franchise in sports. No way. He's like, he's number one back to coach in field goal range, right? He got to start in field goal range. He ain't for he ain't starting a Super Bowl yard line. Yo, I agree with you. Yeah, he's he wants to field win. Field goal range going to win. Like, yeah, he, he wants to win a championship. I, he ain't I agree. Go for no yeah. rebuild and all this uh, other bullshit. He ain't doing no, that. No way. He wants. Well, there's two things he said he wants. He wants an owner that's going to provide stability, and he wants a quarterback that he can run his offense. So. Texans are none of those things. Right. <laughs> so he's not going to the Texans. No way. Uh, one more football, and then we'll get to some hockey. Hold on. Tyler, that's smart. Hey. That's smart, U.S. He's watching the show. He's in What's the up? chat. He's talking about moving the show to 2 p.m. is good, 2 p.m. Eastern. He's down in Tennessee. He gave that's us one. a shout-out today on uh, on Knoxville Sports Radio. Did he, he actually, really? Yeah, he did. He, he he did a spot, and they talked about the games this week, and he talked about uh, how Tennessee is going to absolutely destroy Kentucky in college basketball this weekend. Okay, we'll look more at college basketball weekend. I think he's tomorrow. right. They're going to destroy Kentucky's. They're broken. Bad. I mean, they, they were favored broken. by twenty last game against South Carolina. And they lost. lost. But Tyler said moving the show is not a bad idea because he's still he's not partying as much as he was when he was twenty, but he still runs it at back pretty good like that so starting a little bit later for the guys back east that sleep in noon noon Might wake up call back. yeah 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 interesting Keep it yeah up. the cal to texas rumor is already out there by the way it's loud what yeah to where texas i love it it'd be awesome texas going to the sec hold on hold on it'd be John awesome calipari going to texas yeah Coach the Texas. Yep. Coach the Longhorns. Is that your dog barking in the back? Oh, can you hear it? He's flipping out. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. I just Sorry. want to make sure before the chat starts coming yeah. with the no. cat jokes and the dog jokes and all the animals you got over there in the yeah, kennel, no. 
at the P Road compound. Awful. Um, I don't think John Calipari's going to go to Texas. I don't think that act will fly there. Why? Why not? If he wins, what act? John Calipari wins, and in the NIL deals, does he no win? One's, no one's what throwing around. Won? Huh? Wow. It's been a Calipari's while. Calipari's won three national championships, right? It's been a while. The culture's changed. Well, Kentucky's but not he can, was. The paying the, the paying of players is no longer going to get him in trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. It's it, he's going to Austin, where Austin's paying what's his Ooh. name? Uh, the, Ooh, the, they the, got the big ba- they got the big the Manning kid right here. Oh, they're they're paying the they're paying the Manning kid. Um, not what the what's that quarterback's name that just came out of LS that came out of Louisiana? Oh, Cooper's kid. Yeah, but not he's not, not not Cooper Manning, but his name is I forget the kid's name. But that kid's got a million dollars a year nil deal before he took a single snap. Got a million dollars. Calipari is going to make. I mean. Huge. Oh, wow. That's funny. A fan got ejected over a Texas sign aimed at, aimed at Calipari last night. Really? Hey. Oh, it was at Rupp Arena. The Rupp Arena. Please go to Texas was the sign. That's a Kentucky fan. Oh, they Whoa. took it down? They made him take it down? No, they kicked him out. They ejected the guy. Wow. Escorted out of Rupp Arena during the first half of Kentucky's loss to South Carolina on Tuesday night after holding up a sign that read, please go to Texas. For John Calipari. When they did lose to the Peacocks last year. Thanks, Zach, the hat. <laughs> Man, I gotta go see game. those Peacocks. I gotta go Kentucky see those fans. Peacocks. It's been a it's been a while since I went to the park and see the Peacocks. Oh, that yeah. I think mean Long Island. You mean Long Island Peacocks that we're talking about? The team or we're talking about the actual Peacocks going no, to Kentucky York? lost to them last year in the game. Right. Yeah, yeah. In the tournament. They lost right? to the Peacocks. And then I, I went to see the Peacocks and they won the next game. <laughs> Did we ever right. settle, by the way, yesterday? The, the the hard question. I didn't cut the clip yet. We got to cut the clip. Oh, I was I was crying. I'm I'm like I, I went. I don't always listen to the show, but last night I was, I was listening to the show because like I got to hear this cheesecake conversation because it was so fun live. I got to hear was it as good in listening to it as it was being a part of it, and it was even better. <laughs> listening to it was even better. I was <laughs> literally crying. I was laughing so hard that the the Stevie Mac. Boston cream pie line. I just lost it. That was it. I was done. It was like, that's absolutely the funniest. I was. So we, we, we settled that it's a tart. It's a tart. I think we still, we settled that it's a tart. It's not a cake. cake. It's not a pie. pie. It's a tart. tart. Cheesecake's a tart. I still maintain that tarts are small. Still love the urban dictionary. Did not know that, that my line would be cake. But the tart made a good case. The tart moved. I had to lower the odds on tart. <laughs> but the Boston cream pie line and all that other was, stuff. My God, that was good. If you haven't good. listened to it, go back. Tomorrow, yesterday's show is phenomenal. We need go Rachel on. Ray to come on and decide this. Listen, if anybody can get in touch with Rachel Ray, she's more than welcome well, okay. to come on the show. Michael Simon responds to me on Instagram. I can ask him. Come on. He's we'll a huge him. Cleveland 100%. fan, huge Browns fan. He was on my, he, I think he might even do the show. Who knows? He has a whole setup in his house now. Isn't that crazy how COVID changed everything? All the, all the chefs used to do shows in studios. They all do them in their houses now. Oh, it's they don't much, have to go anywhere. It's much brilliant to clean up. Hell yeah. All these, all these celebrity all chefs have these the huge, yeah, these build it. They built an in-house studio for their kitchen and that's right. all they do. Yeah. It's phenomenal. So I can ask him what he thinks of it is, what he, what he is. He's my barbecue guru. I'm so. on board with it. All right. I'll ask him. Let's go. I hit both my hockey parlays last night. How about that? 
that plus was 179 and plus 150 both came in and cash last night. The Edmonton Anaheim game was one of the easiest bets I've hit in a long time. Sometimes it was you. You saw the goals. Easy. I turned the turn it on and I watched it. And I went, oh, my God, they're going to score five goals in the first period. Yeah. Like it was they were so on top of the ducks flying. from the jump flying just like right on. And then they hit the post in the first two minutes. And I was like, oh, don't tell me that's not going to that's going to burn the gift. Yeah. And then they scored two goals in the next three minutes. <laughs> it was bang, bang, two, nothing. Click, shut it off. I'm done for the night. This is great. It was easy, easy. Now the flyer game wasn't as easy. They scored two goals in the right. last minute. <laughs> yeah. And they scored the first goal in the eighth minute. So we got right. the gift there and then he got two goals to go over. Only had one, but we got two to go over. So let me ask you this. Yep. 12 games tonight in the NHL. Yeah. It's a I'm big schedule at him now. Literally yep. I'm scanning a board for the first time today, right okay. now with you. How many first period overs happen in these 12 games? Four, five, six, seven. Oh, just at first glance. So seven and seven. So you actually would. Oh, 12 games. I think I just went through. Oh, sorry. Right? Seven seven and five. Five. You still suck at math. No sorry. Matter what. I'm doing two different things. I'm, 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 I'm pulling up PSU autos numbers so I can give him credit. So that's what I'm doing. So I wasn't really listening. Oh, I just was texting with him yesterday. We got so seven. So you think seven and five? So that still probably you still would be down if that happened. You bet them all. Uh, probably the juice. I think the juice is getting a little bit egregious. Uh, It has to because the next move is to go to two. Fandle just said this. Okay, this is honest to God. Fandle just said, "Fuck you. We're not putting this up until the middle of the day today." They just put it up. Fandle didn't put over. uh, It was up last night when I did just the do. I did did just the picks. I went ahead and had the bet, made the bet, looked at it. Woke up this morning, the entire audience was like, what the hell? Where did it go? They pulled it. <laughs> they pulled over first period, one and a half, and they pulled goal in the first 10 minutes. You know why? For multiple games. Yeah, you know why, right? Because they're getting killed. No, because Goalies for too. us to do the show, and <laughs> us to right. ask, and the guys yes. in the risk room are going, wait, what did, what did <laughs> Matt and Dave say? Oh, Dave said seven and five. Matt said maybe six and six. All right, maybe we need to put them up now. I couldn't believe it. I was laughing my ass off. They were not the Jets in the Sabres game finally went up, but they were they were holding on to Vancouver, Tampa Bay, like it was, you know, a, a, a pearl necklace. They were gripping. They didn't want to let it out. They're like, nope, we're not giving it to you. Listen, the, the move with the Tampa Bay stuff, it's real because when Vasilevsky don't play, it's Elliot such sucks. a difference. Right, Elliot sucks. It's it's a different world. Yes. So it drastically affects the numbers. So as the book, but it's not. Go- Tampa that we need to worry. It's 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 the fact that who they're playing. Vancouver is insane with these numbers. This is oh, they're beautiful for the first period over to gift the whole gift yep. the whole. The, so here are the here goals. are the here are the numbers. Vancouver is an absolute wagon. Goals in the first ten minutes. Vancouver is hitting seventy two point five percent of the time. 72.5 number one in the hat tip, Chris Otto, PSU Otto. If you guys don't follow him on Twitter and you bet hockey, do yourself a favor, go follow him right now. The math, the spreadsheets are unbelievable. Top of his Twitter account, he has all of this 72.5% for Vancouver. Goal in the first 10 minutes. First period overs equal 72.5%. 
on the year for so Vancouver. Half, so we're at the halfway point of the season. This is a significant um, sample size here. So that's no joke. Vancouver is five and five over the last 10 to first period overs, but they're six and four to go in the first 10 minutes over the last 10. But both those number one tied in first period overs, number one by themselves by a ways in goal in the first 10 minutes. So they were the DraftKings must be getting lit up every game. People are coming in and they're just betting the over and a goal in the first 10 minutes. Because now, I mean, I don't know if they're, they're, getting hammered but they're getting one-sided action it's minus 180 right now on over one and a half (laughs) (laughs) minus 180 just go to two (laughs) just just go to two i agree a hundred percent like it would be so much easier to just go to two and just i mean if it falls two and you give the money back is that better than losing if you're in a book i think so no harm but no harm. They're greedy a little bit, and they just say, fuck it, we'll make them lay it. They're going to lay it anyway. They'll lay 180, they'll lay 180, they'll lay 180. If you lay 180, there's three games this week, and you lay 180 to win 100, or just, you know, just say $10 and eight, just say 180 to win 100 for argument's sake. So you lay 180 to win 100, you win. You lay 180 to win 100, you win. Now you're up 200. Now you lay 180 and you lose. Oh, DraftKings did it again, Dave. They did it again. What? They pulled it. You can't. They hold on. You're watching the show. What game? For Winnipeg and Buffalo. Oh, and Vancouver and same and Vancouver and Tampa. First period, you can bet the number of goals for the team, right? But you can't bet first period. You can't bet total goals in the first period. You can you can bet goal in the first 10 is minus 165. Okay. But that's, first that's period. Okay, there it is. Okay, now it's back up. Sorry. Okay, it is up. Minus one, it's minus 150 now. For, so yours are for, 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 for Winnipeg and right. Buffalo. There, okay. No, I, did, I had to just scroll to, 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 to a different, to different right. okay. thing. But it's minus 150 for that game. For the other game for Tampa Bay and Vancouver – uh, over first period is minus 175. We're approaching 180, like I said, so it's down a, well, a nickel, and then it's minus 180 to the gift in that game. But you see what I'm saying when it's minus 180 and you're the book, right? You just leave it. You win, you lay 180 to win 100, you're up 100. You lay 180 to win 100, they win again, you're up 200. Now you lay 180 the third game of the week and, and you, you lose. lose. You, yep. you, you've laid, you're up 20 bucks. Yep. You got 180 times three is 540. You got 540 in action. You've had to put 540 out. We're down 20 bucks as the book. What kind of bargain what's, is that for you? That's hard. What, what's the highest? Yeah, but the thing is, they let us parlay this. <laughs> this is the beautiful oh, thing. See, this, is, this is where like people don't understand. And, you know, there's a lot of people doing content, which I love. More and more people doing content is great for business. Mm-hmm. A rising tide raises all boats. But mm-hmm. Not all parlays are bad. If you can, did you see the reaction when I put out the fighting parlays tweet? There's a lot of people on there that said, where can you get those? Can you parlay them? You could parlay a couple no's together, get a plus money. Oh, if you want fights like there used to be. Yeah. And if you want to parlay, I don't think stations lets you parlay those. 
the fight props, the fight, oh, the, the, the fight majors. I don't think that they're going to take a little field trip. We might have, yeah, to if, if they, and I don't street. think that they let you, but it'll be wild to parlay because you can parlay right, we'll get kicked out in a week if we do that shit. Vancouver, Tampa uh, yeah. on the gift and Winnipeg, Buffalo on the gift is a plus 149 parlay. It yeah. hit last night. Okay, okay. I hit that last night. Same numbers, same, big, uh, big same juice. You can go ahead and parlay that again and hit that again if you want. And then, <laughs> um, it's if you wanted to add first period, you can get even more a little crazy over one and a half goals. Oh, they oh, no, you can't do that. Okay, you so they, they don't let you do that. That's that's what you can't do. You can't do same game gift and over one and a half goals. They don't let you do that, but you can do two gifts and two goals in the first period over one and a half goals, rather, and cash that with a parlay. FanDuel and DraftKings both, both let me do that. Okay, so the Flyers are 23, sorry, 29. And 13 against the number after last night's win 5-3 against Washington. Did you see what they're making the juice on this to take the Flyers on the puck line? It's getting obscenely expensive. Wait, 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 wait. Where? They don't play today. No, they played yesterday. They played last night. I know. What are you talking? Oh, so what was it yesterday? Last night. It was like minus 160, minus 170. Yeah, but that was what the, the number's not dictated by the team. The number's dictated by the line on the game. Plus was, one. So what was Washington? Minus Washington was at Philly. It was minus 160, 170. Yeah, somewhere in that range, yeah. Yeah. So any favorite that's minus 160 or 170 money line, the puck line is reversed like that. And you got to lay 160 to take a puck and a half. That's just a formula. That's not, that's not, I mean, that's flyers. That's, 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 oh, would it they should just be from here on out. It's just, just bet the flyers on the puck line. Right. Because until this stops, just keep them in. They, they were lose dogs. One goal games. They were dogs. And they won by by two goals. They won. They won on the reverse puck line last night. <laughs> you think the Flyers minus one and a half goals would have been like plus two fifty or something like that last night? Mm. They're the best team in the NHL against the spread this season. Well, they're getting surprise goaltending in a lot of games. So. This twenty three year old kid that they've called up is it's, it's, a revelation. Yeah. Keeping them, they're in not games. winning. They're not winning. No, no, no. They're, but they're, they're competitive just as hell every night. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes that's all you need. On the so, line. yep. Three, um, two, four, three. I I caution people. I get nervous when you say going forward, just do it blindly. Right now, yes, bet the Flyers on a puck line. It's a pretty good bet. Now you got to lay juice. If you're not comfortable laying juice, split the unit half on the money line, half on the puck line. You can do that too. There's different options. Yeah. And you can even find some good prices on them if rather than taking the puck and a half. You know, roll the dice a little bit on them winning in regulation. You know, you can do that too. There's a lot of di- there's a lot of different hockey options that I don't think people realize. Yep, hockey is. I mean, you're seeing it. Not. I mean, team's really good too. So it's it's fun when your team is really good at hockey. I mean, they're, they're well, tonight let's talk about tonight. Yeah, perfect. The Bruins and Seattle. This is the all time ATS heavyweight bout. Boston Bruins are 26 and 14 against the number. But Seattle is 25 and 15 against the number. Right. Who covers tonight? I mean, it's Boston until further notice, is it not? I did. Well, then why are you getting mad at me? That's what I said. So you think I get nervous when you say that? I, I said that on Monday's show. Boston are bet puck line Bruins from here on out, just until further notice. Bet the Bruins until on the puck line. Notice. You say here on out. There's still 40 more games. Well, that could for, change and, next until week, further notice. Right now, until they calm down, I would keep betting Boston on the puck line. Yeah. 
It's really ridiculous how good they are. <laughs> At home? I mean, it's Olmark against Hellebuck tonight. Yes, please. Oh, no, sorry. That's Sabres Jets. So where is the Bruins? It's Olmark against Martin Jones tonight. Both are unconfirmed as Olmark, but Jones is confirmed for the Kraken tonight. Is it Linus or Linus? I say Linus, but... I think Linus is actually the problem. Linus was one of my favorite characters on, on Charlie Brown on peanuts. I just say Swayman and Allmark. And I think the hug is my favorite thing in sports still right now. It's the best. I, the goalie hug. Is, it's so good. It looked, like two teddy bear. it looked like two teddy bears hugging each best. other after every, every win. Best. 32, four and four. So you tell me, I'm going to say this. If they lose tonight in regulation, I'm going to be pissed. They're 19-0-3. They don't blow this, right? It's not tonight. It doesn't end tonight, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. It can't to the Kraken. It can't, you can't blow it. it could. Be, but not. I don't think so. So let me, here's the home schedule for the Boston Bruins, okay? So you Bruins 60-minute line, Jimmy Jack kicking with 4K yep. said minus. You can jump in on that. Yep, but puck line is... Uh, Plus Small money minus? or even money. It was even money. Puck last line night is, it. it was even money last night when I bet it. Puck line got to be minus now. P. Let me take it. Uh, no, it's plus 104. It's plus money. Yeah. Watch what happens in the next 10 minutes when they watch the show. And they'll <laughs> It'll be minus. It'll be minus. Just watch. It was even money last night. It's plus uh, 105 to even money. At most books we right start now. to enforce the power of the brigade and guys that are watching the show that like what we like and start to go bet it while we're doing the show. Watch what happens. I don't want okay. to start that bullshit. Puck line Bruins. Uh, shows. We're not doing that stuff. Because, I mean, in particular, what would concern me is just from the goaltending standpoint for Seattle. I wouldn't exactly be um, feeling all too Look, good. Look, Rich Maw, Mark Rich Maw. I love saying that from the movie uh, with Samuel Jackson when he was the coach, Coach Carter. Kraken have played better on the road and yes. won their last five games. Yes. That's what I'm asking. This can't end right now. Can I be pissed off if it does? Because the Kraken on the road this year are 14-4-2. and two. Bruins are 19-0-3. Oh, What's wrong with that? Plus a goal and a half, minus 130. Josh Garland chimed in. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Jones in that 19-5-3, 2.78 goals against average. Olmark is 1.87. Olmark at home is Stupid good. Sounds like an under. Stupid good. Sounds like an under to me. 1.78 goals against. He's 12 and 0 at home. (laughs) 12 and 0 at home. Uh, Bruins puck line. Further notice. I had a Boston jersey when I was younger. I can't find that some bitch. I got to see if I can find it. I want the I want the winter classic jersey for the Bruins. Ain't gonna lie, it's pretty nice. Sick. All right. So let me run through the schedule. If Let's by chance it. they survive this and they don't lose in regulation tonight, okay. They beat the Kraken, which mm-hmm. I'm nervous as hell that it's gonna end tonight. Tough game. They play Toronto on Saturday. Oh, hell yeah. Where? In Boston? Yeah. We're we're talking home games only. This is 1901. Okay. Bruins in regulation. They've not lost a game in regulation at home. Toronto can't beat the Bruins ever for decades. They lose in that game. That's going to be hype, though. Do you know the game? Do you know the game that I think that they lose in regulation? I think Philadelphia on Monday. Yes, Philadelphia Monday night. Going to be like minus three fifty in that game. Yep, 
I think that might be the game that what's after minus 300 probably. So what, uh, what's after that two games in New York Rangers Islanders or Islanders Rangers, then okay. San Jose at home. Forget it. Ain't losing that. Then a huge road trip where they go at Montreal, at Tampa, at Florida, at Carolina, at Toronto, come back for one against Washington on the 11th of February. Okay. Then at Dallas, at Nashville. Damn, son, they may not lose a game. And it's only January 12th. They may not lose a game in January, huh? At home. At home. New York, Rangers, Ottawa on the 18th and the 20th. Then back on the road for four to Canada, Seattle, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary. Then Buffalo at home, Rangers at home. March the 9th, Edmonton comes calling in Boston. You know, it'd be I mean, fun can you imagine? To, you know, it'd be fun to go to Florida and watch the Bruins play in person. Wouldn't that be fun? Why we Florida? Could, we, we could do a little swing. Well, I mean, we got some business we got to maybe take care of there. Oh, all right. Plus, we got sure. guys. Go. We got guys with tickets there. Oh, okay. Let's go. So we sure. maybe wouldn't I mean, have to pay for the tickets. We go flying is not the best right now. The talk about Louis Domingue and flying is. We not go the best. in on talking about Saturday, February, uh, January twenty eighth. Bruins at the Panthers. That we're, that we're talking about. Yeah, there's a lot of football going on. That might be tough. That part of that part of, of Florida because they play Tampa on the 26th on Thursday, and then they play at Florida on the 28th. Guys, but the Bruins in Florida, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, if we could, you imagine though, if the Bruins got to March 9th without a loss in regulation at home, and it's Bruins, Edmonton, and McDavid Why do coming. You always down? put the cart before the horse so much. Like you're already talking about, I'm not losing a game until March. Well, I'm you just saying tonight. Okay, that I'm afraid about tonight. Okay, I'm a hundred percent. I'm I'm very. This could be the game they lose. Toronto, they're winning. Philadelphia, if they beat Seattle and beat Toronto, I will be scared about Philadelphia. I'm not scared about San Jose. They have right. a big road trip. Washington comes to town on February the 11th. Maybe that's the silly game they lose. Maybe, yeah, it's possible, but it's right in between all that other stuff. It's a, it's a Vetchkin, though. I mean, the Bruins, they're the but veteran is, players. What day of the week is that game? Saturday. Oh, the Saturday. If it's a day game, maybe. Twelve thirty day game. That always favors the home team. The day game, under Morta, Morta for the home team. The day games. All right, so maybe that's the game. That's the the game. Okay. And then if they don't, if they don't, they have Ottawa at home on February twentieth. No. Then Buffalo at home. They've lost in overtime to Buffalo at home this year. Rangers, no, and then Edmonton on March the 9th. It's crazy. They have a, a, a lot of whole, a lot of road games coming up. Bruins schedule is going to get tough. Well, I mean, they'll humble them a little bit, hopefully. When they keep winning these games, I mean, it, you know how far ahead they are in the standings, like for the oh, President's yeah. Trophy and stuff? They're 30, 32, 4 and 4. The next closest team. Look at the points. Toronto has 59 points. They have yeah. 68 points. That's the next closest. That's first to second. Yes. That's, that's the insane. depth. The nine point lead here in, in January over right. the number one versus number two records. Keep it moving. What's next? It's beautiful. I love hockey. Why are we? I hockey's winning. No, you no, no. you always say, great. hey, this is why I said I said last night on on on, uh, on just the picks that Dave said I keep on betting the same things. It's boring. We're coming back and betting the same things. You'll see what they're on, on better to book it. These bets how's, are all very similar. How, how's it? How's it doing for the BR? 
the bankroll. How's it doing? Betting the same. Thing. Phenomenal. It's it, it's 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 not wrong. I'm just saying it's predictable. That's all I'm saying. It's it's right now. Right now. Right now. now. <laughs> right now, now it's 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 very stars. Good. The only five and a half. There's actually a five and a half on the board. Stars Rangers. You betting under on this game? Really? Holy mother. This is a Yikes. war. This is a war. This is a three-two final. Oh my. Yeah. In hockey, it's brutal. Under, brutal's right. Yeah. That is brutal. That is brutal. But I mean, right. the way things are going, it's 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 hard to stomach. But this will be one of those ones. I'll be on tonight with probably with Gabe and Cam, and I'll I'll have under because it starts at four. So I like to pick a game or two that it's is one of these games. It's like this right. a war and competitive number to start. I would do it with Seattle and Boston, but Boston could get out to a quick lead and then it's done. Um, but I like under in that game because I feel like we're getting the we're getting the playoff type game. So okay. take under five and a half, and then when it gets to three and a half, go over, take the shot at the middle. Hopefully you guys will watch Sports Grid up to our show and you get a chance to see whether Dave's right or not on this yeah, game yeah. with the Rangers and the Stars. Sports Grid, thank you. Back tomorrow for a roll call Friday. Appreciate it. You guys live on Twitter and YouTube. Don't move. More coming with BBB. Uh, one more hockey game, then we'll get to some basketball quickly. Yep. Vegas is playing tonight against Florida. Florida's on a back-to-back. Mm. The VGK is only minus 110 on the money line. Why? Exactly. You tell me. Is what Why? I don't understand. <laughs> Vegas should be favored in this game. Well, no. I mean, the Panthers have been okay on the road, right? The Panthers have yep. been pretty good. Yep. But they play these shootout-type games. But last yeah. night, Florida's on a back-to-back. What was the final last night? Uh, Florida last night, they five, four at Colorado. Nope. That was, that was not, uh, Tuesday. No, hold on. That was Tuesday. So no, I back to back. I thought they on back to back. I don't know I how I, to tell you on. this. I thought I watched them last night. This on the air. No, that yeah. was not last night. There were four games last night. We talked about periods. I four, so, so, okay. So it was five, four. So they're not on a back to back, but that, that, Listen, that's your right. mind is all over the place. <laughs> I understand. That's a bit more. No, I, I was looking at betting this game. So I was like, it didn't make any sense to me. It's like minus one ten, Florida just played, but they played two nights ago. So I was I looking at my date wrong. Tuesday in Colorado. You realize that like the, when I tape overnight, my numbers, the, the dates are all crazy. Like, 10 to the 11th, right. 11 to 12th. I looked at 10. So last night I was looking at this game and they are on a back to back, but that was because they played on the 10th. We were taping for the 11th for the 12th. That was my confusion. So anyways, they're not on a back to back, but Vegas at minus one ten. Huh? Minus one ten. Yes, this makes the, the line makes perfect sense to me. Florida is nine, thirteen, and, and one on the road. Right. They just beat Colorado, right? Yes. As a what was the line in the Colorado game? What it close? Uh, let me tell Colorado you. Colorado minus one fifteen or one twenty, right? Uh, Colorado was one thirty. So this number is a little bit light. I don't know. This should be I minus one twenty or minus at least. Well, let me see. Hit I mean, Florida. I mean, eight at one ten. Golden Knights are coming off of a win at home against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then they lost to the LA Kings five to one in their last game. Oh, Josh Garland said Vegas is minus one eighteen on Fanduel at the moment. All right, makes sense. Vegas is the play. Yeah, I mean Vegas. Vegas is the, play. Is the, the game's over. Just bet this over. I know the Knights have been good unders. At home, they've been like they've the been one of the good. under teams. There's been, there's been some of these games recently where they've gone over. I Let think I, I think over is the play. 
last Vegas. game, those, they got those late goals. The Knights Golden did. Knights at home are 13-6-3 to the under, under on the year. But look at the, the last, last five games. The Golden Knights are 4-0-1 oh, to the over. Right. At home. Yeah. So they're so definitely over. an over team right now over game. at home. They figured it out. Eichel's back. So that's one big, big bounce for them. They got Jack Eichel back. So. Lou Carvey, who's known as Rainmaker512 on the Twitter. All right. Thank you, sir. He's been a big part of uh, a lot of the tweets and a lot of things. Loves the show. He came in right in hot. Panthers, Knights, over. Eron huh. Sean said it's a trap line. Is it a trap? What the hell is a trap? <sighs> Taking the Knights here? Well, welcome to Gambling Twitter Debate 101. <laughs> Do books lay traps? One Jeffrey, nothing. Need Jeffrey one Benson nothing. Here. Panthers, Anti said, <laughs> heard it here first. The game's dead <laughs> under. Oh, God. Hey, Anti, what the hell are you talking about, man? The game's going over. Yeah, and I like that personally. I'm gonna sharp money on the Panthers. Bet smart. I can tell you there were four because I don't ho- hockey and a round robin to four. I don't even know what Bet Smart's saying. Can't even type. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Anyway, anyways, Tyler? let's go to Celtics. Go. To the NBA. Boston's on a back to back. They're laying three against the Nets. Brooklyn this year. This is a new thing. I'm gonna put on a headband. Everybody likes the oh, headband. They said it looks like, like Mike Bibby. You do. Brooklyn last year without Kevin Durant was eight and 16 straight up. Brooklyn without, oh, what's the number? Well, I didn't even see what the number is today. Three, three and a half. What are we doing? Boston minus three. (laughs) Boston won and covered last night. Of course. 125, 114 at home against New Orleans. Flip around and flew to Brooklyn. TNT game tonight. Kyrie. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> oh, when, God. Bo- when, when Boston sees Kyrie, <laughs> is this the first game without uh, without KD? I it's either the first or the second. I think it's the first because he got hurt in the game against Miami, right? That's when he got hurt. They beat Miami by one in their last oh, game. Man. I'm trying to think. Like I think that was the game they got he got hurt in. So they're gonna take. So just hit refresh. It's one and a half, pretty much. Ooh. Everyone taking the Nets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they always. Why? Take, they always take. Oh, because it's a home dog, and the first game without the star and all that other bullshit. First Matt game Geiger. without the star. Who's Matt Geiger? I don't Jenny know. Jackson looked like Matt Geiger. But the huh. thing, Boston's winning this basketball game. I sure as hell hope so. For my bankroll, I'll be right. This yes. has got to be. This has got to be cease. This has got to be cease. It's interesting. Number is one thirty-four now on the money line. Woof. All right, that number's coming down, down. I like that. Oh, um, let's see, Brooklyn. Wow, the totals dropped two points from the overnight opener to 225 yeah. and a half. Brooklyn's going to slow it down. The other number that's totally mm. is going uh, against the uh, – before we started the show, the Bucks last night won by nine against Atlanta. Now they're catching six. It was four at the start of start of the show. Now it's six points. Who's out from Milwaukee? Giannis. <sighs> yeah, probably right. That's what is that? What that? Oh, that's what that tells me. Holy crap! It's it's moving big time. Yeah, I was going to text Lauren and say I'm betting Milwaukee. I hope you don't get mad yesterday. Milwaukee <laughs> win. I knew that was a side. Come on, um, oof. What the, yeah, yeah. We, oh, Giannis is out. He's been ruled out. Okay. Of course. Yep. yep. I don't even Giannis need is. to look. You just know when a number moves like that, he ain't playing. Yeah, Giannis. Um, 
Damn. Six points. Wow. But without them, they're not good. They're, they're like KD. Without, without Giannis, they struggle. Miami's 12 and nine at home, though. They're not great. Mm. Laying six points, that's, that's a big-time pause for me. It's like a, uh-oh. Uh, and then finally, Dallas is was laying two and a half. What are they laying now uh, against Miami? They're now three. laying three and a half against yeah, three the Lakers half. tonight. Yeah. You, will, you like they the They like Kaka the other night. I can't get behind Dallas. The Clippers. And I can't get behind the Lakers. Hard to believe either. they're actually points. They're, they're laying points here. Um, but it's not. It's a TNT game. The Lakers, yeah. I mean, it's Celtics, Nets, Dallas, Lakers. I mean, TNT's got two Broadway marquee games with names on them tonight. So is LeBron not playing? LeBron is, according to the injury report, LeBron is day-to-day. He's He's questionable to play. Oh, man. Not out officially. This is... Dallas is 7-13 and on the road. Lakers 10-8. and Oh... I don't want, I mean, do you want this game? I don't want this game. I'm not touching the game. No, nothing to do with it. Okay. So I'm only bringing this up really quick for do better to book it because I'm giving you a tip of the cap because you've been talking about this for, uh, the show is 13 months old. Mm -hmm. So you've been talking about this, I think for six months now, Mm -hmm. Massachusetts, my home state has just put forth a provision to have the strictest anti-gambling advertising laws on the books. Sign of things to come. they're limiting when you read this and there's a lot to it. They they are limiting all sorts of stuff. Third party operators. Like, look at all this nonsense. Look, I mean, you got to read all of it, but there are so many rules and regulations about what a a sports book company you are responsible for who you sponsor in Massachusetts. So you sponsor a third party. And if that third party markets to people (laughs) under the age of 21, your license is in trouble. <laughs> Finally, grown I mean, up. That, that is that is something. That that that's saying you better be real careful as to what logo, what what show, what website you are sponsoring in Massachusetts because your license could be taken away if you are supporting somebody who is going around the laws. Finally, finally, grown ups, grown ups holding people responsible. I feel like their parents. Like in the room. No, seriously. Like they're saying, if your kids fuck up, we're holding you responsible. Yep. It's great. I absolutely love it. Um, I think the two things that are happening here. Okay. One, Massachusetts is setting the bar at Olympic level. Mm -hmm. It's up here. Mm -hmm. We'll give you the license. But you fuck up taking a license away just like that. Okay. We've told you all the rules. You can't come at us with lawyers and say we didn't tell you and all this other bullshit. So that's number one. Mm. Number two, there's three big states that we all know that everybody knows is going to be the three last pillars and dominoes to fall to change the world as far as all this goes. California, Texas, Florida. They're watching all this real close and going, Mass not fucking around. Wow. And 
I think you'll see a different direction going forward from every single state. Interesting. I do. I think to, cop, is- to, to copy what Mass is doing and saying, you know, they went first and then here we go. I I think, yeah, I, I, I think you will see Schutz said it best. And Schutz is, the, you know, I call him big bro now because he says, don't call me old because he gets upset. So I don't want to okay. get him upset ever. But he's a guy who's done some gaming legislation. Some. <laughs> and he yeah. said that maybe the industry needs legislators who are actually going to legislate. I said, that's genius. That's genius. So, yeah, interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. I'm curious to watch going forward. It's because we've talked about this off the air, but at some point, someone in mass will get made an example of who is it going to be. They're going to swing a a two by four at someone's head and they're going to to set the basically to put everybody else in line. They're going to make an example out of somebody quick once after January 31st, I'd be very careful as to what I was doing in Massachusetts. I would caution everyone once they open, maybe don't do some of the stuff that they're doing in other States because they're going to have Super Bowl. Yep. To push a lot of stuff. Yep. And then March madness. I mean, the soup, it's a sprint, right? It's, January 31st to February 12th. It's an 11 day sprint onslaught. Yeah. Be careful. I mean, I've already told all my friends in Massachusetts. I was like, Hey man, give me a heads up when you start seeing these crazy, you see a crazy sign up bonus. You let me know. <laughs> we'll have some fun with it because you know, it's going to come. I mean, it won't be as aggressive as like New York was, but they've got an 11 day window before the Super Bowl that they're going to want to capitalize oh. fast. Oh. So sign up bonuses and everything else that these books are going to wind up doing. So I can't, it's going to be fun to watch here on the 31st. Yeah. Better to book it time. Let's do it. Over one and a half goals parlay hit last night, right back to the window with the same bet. This time we're going Tampa Bay, Vancouver and Buffalo in Winnipeg for an over one and a half parlay for plus one sixty five. Look at you. So, Again, which back, one gets you? Um, well, I was dead wrong about the other one last night. I thought I, I was nervous about Philadelphia. I didn't have to be. They scored three goals in the first period. Yeah, but one. they scored the second goal with 46 seconds left and, and the and third then, goal with six seconds left. <laughs> bang, bang. Hey, you know, bang, yeah, bang. Was, uh, you were nervous. We were right to be nervous. They, it was yep. one nothing the whole period. So, first period overs. Buffalo this year is hitting at a 64% clip. That's third best in the NHL. Okay. So they're there. And Winnipeg, even though their numbers aren't good, it's 46% of the time for Winnipeg. The crazy thing is three in a row have hit in, and they had a game two games ago where four goals got scored in the first period. Mm. They're starting fast right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Buffalo Winnipeg numbers wise would tell you Buffalo Winnipeg would be the one that gets me. But Vancouver, Tampa Bay seems like the easier of the two, but it is going to be Vasilevsky. He's in net. So I, I like I like the Vancouver, Tampa Bay one over. I'm worried a little bit about the Buffalo, Winnipeg one, but I think you're thinking right. Okay. Yeah. And then the same like yesterday, the yes to the gift, a goal in the first 10 minutes, staying with Vancouver and Tampa Bay. 
mostly because Vancouver's stupid, as we mentioned, 72.5% of the time going to the yes for a goal in the first 10 minutes. And with, I get it, it's Vasilevsky, but maybe Tampa scores on Vancouver. Right. And then St. Louis in Calgary. St. Louis has been an over team, as we've talked about a lot. You can bet them over tonight if you want a little extra action on them. But St. Louis has been pretty damn good to go on the first back to backers, the same game. They just played, right? Calgary just played in St. Louis. Did yes. they not the last game? Yeah, you get one day off and then you go back and do it again. Yeah. I, I so hate these things. I, I'll book this one. I I, I hate these games. <laughs> I hate these games. Four, no, three I really win. do. It was a 4-3 win for St. Louis two days ago. After being down and all that other stuff. But they stayed in the same city, right? This isn't yep. like they went to Calgary. Oh, They're just, yep. They're they staying in St. St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on right back. Goal in the first 10 minutes. I'll right in. Because this will be the one that they'll go, you know, one nothing or 0-0 zero, zero in the first period. In the first period. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that. Calgary on the year is 67.5%, fourth best in the NHL for a goal in the first 10 minutes. So, and St. Louis is not great with it, but did you say only, Buffalo was in Winnipeg? By the way, Winnipeg's in Buffalo. Flip it around, right? Same difference. Yeah. All right, no, Not the same difference. Winnipeg's at Buffalo, right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter to me. The numbers are the same. It, it doesn't matter where they're playing the game. Um, the it doesn't matter for the numbers. It doesn't matter. We, we aren't looking at home versus road splits. This is just straight chat. Just said these games in Buffalo. I'm just this telling season you what splits. the chats are. Keeping right. you honest too. It's fine, but it's season splits. It's not where they are. I'm not betting based upon where they are. I'm based on the whole season. And uh, St. Louis, even though they're only at 57%, which is way down low and goal in the first 10 minutes, seven of the last 10 games for St. Louis have had a, had a goal in the first 10 minutes. Okay. Plus 148 parlay. Still booking it. All right. That one scares me. Third parlay of the day. This is a Holy parlay shit. plus money. Are you doing Wednesday parlay or Thursday no. parlays? What the hell's going this on? Is, Friday was a parlay. This is just having fun. I'm 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 doing well you're this week. So I'm, I'm gonna push, rolling. I'm gonna push it. Celtics Bruins, Chef Benny special. Money line Chef parlay. B? This is this is he does every time. Chef's B's and C's money line parlay. B's and C's money line parlay. This is, this is this is his Discord bet every week. Every time he comes in, says time for a, a B's and Give C's. Give the chef the props. I love this shit. It's a chef Benny parlay. So I gotta book this. I can't book this. This is gonna win, ain't it? Well, if you like the Celtics, you gotta like the. I mean, the Bruins might be the game that gets us. I think Boston beats the Nets tonight, and then you got the Bruins. This is how you hedge a little bit off the Bruins on the puck line that I've got a bet coming in a second that you have you get beat. If a game goes to overtime, just need the Bruins to win the game. We call it when we agree every once in a while. And the last one was very good when we did the B squared. Right. But, you know, yep. but this is the Benny Betts parlay, <laughs> B squared parlay, right? <laughs> Chef B, yeah. Chef B special. This is a blue plate special. I yep. fucking love it. This is great. I'm this fired is. the fuck up. This is so how we do it, man. We're trying to build roster spots for guys. In the BVB brigade, if this thing goes, not if this thing goes, when this when thing actually goes. goes and we start to, you know, have an actual, you know, business roster. or consult, whatever, roster, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But the Chef B special, Celtics and Bruins money line. The Bruins are winning the game. They better win the damn game. I'm actually more worried about the Celtics losing a stupid game to the team. That's- giving Kyrie a little bit of, uh, I don't want that. We're betting this. Chef B, special. Bam, wall. And finally, oh. Bruins puck line, even money. Betting and a booking it. 
Why you gotta be so greedy and do it on a puck line? Can't you just do regulation? Oh no, oh, it's this one could be the overtime. Yeah, I don't want to go to that's the point. I've already got the money line bet in the parlay, so I don't want to do a regulation bet. Let's just do a puck line, take even money. Oh man. I didn't lay juice today so far. Only four bets so far, but I didn't lay any juice. It's okay. I love it. <laughs> all plus money or even money bets. How how much of it? idiot do I got to be to say I'm going to book the Bruins games at home. Like, I'm so glad I don't I'm not a risk room. I don't, think you're that big of, I don't think you're that big of an idiot. Again, with 25 and 15, Seattle on the puck line is the fourth not best team. Bet, yeah. They're the fourth best team. Bruins are number two. Flyers one. I forget who three is, but this is not a bad bet. To uh, we'll bet this. I'm nervous. We'll bet yeah, this, take, taking nervous. Seattle on the puck line yeah. is not a bad bet at all tonight. I don't I don't hate it at all. I mean, this is going to be a sweat. This is just simply because I said bet the puck line from here on out. I'm just going to bet the puck line from here on out until it really burns me. Right. But right now, Bruins at home, 2 nothing win. I'm good. It may be open net time. <laughs> you know, it may be gripping, going, all right, guys, we need open net to get hold there. It, to get to hold the, it and sweat. Hold it to, and sweat. To get to the puck line. So, yeah. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, so, I didn't talk to you last night, and I got that text, and you were going to put something out, and I didn't know what you were doing. And I woke up to a multitude <laughs> of my phone is still fucking buzzing asking questions and all these things. We will address these things as we go. But in doing so, Mm -hmm. I had to go this morning and get gas and then took a quick walk. And one of the beauties of uh, living here is that literally, like, I don't know how many miles away I am physically from there, but it's within eyesight. I can see mountains with snow on it. And they there's a lot buried. of snow on them. Buried. <laughs> there's a lot of snow. Like, and I got guys that like to call you the meteorologist. And I'm, I was obsessed with weather back in the day. I still am, but living here is two day blizzard. Down. That was a two day blizzard on the mountains. It's insane how much snow is up there. Like, yeah. but it was 45 degrees, and I took a walk. And you know, sometimes things just appear in your Twitter feed, and I don't know why. You've been talking about it. We've been talking about it on the show, how things spy on us and stuff. I'm getting, like, cheesecake ads popping up in my thing because of our discussion yesterday. It's so ridiculous. It's I don't know listening. how. No, you know how. Your phone's listening. I, That's what it is. It's fine. Your phone's but, right next to you. You're talking about cheesecake yes. for 20 minutes. Yes. You probably said cheesecake 18 it's, times. Right. And yeah. That's why. So, um, but the cheesecake walk. factory? <laughs> the walk. <laughs> talking about taking a walk every day and yeah. you know how much it clears your head i was like i'm taking a walk it was great took a walk and a two songs came up in my walk one was jive talking by the bgs <laughs> and the opening lines to this is it's just your jive talking you're telling me lies yeah jive talking you wear a disguise jive talking so misunderstood yeah Jive talk. You're really reading the lyrics right now. I didn't want to mess it up. I didn't want to mess it up. That's number one. Number two, cameo word up. Huh? Cameo word up is a banger. It is the first cassette I ever bought for myself in 1986. Wow. Cameo wore a hockey cup on the outside. Never thought occurred to me to ever do that in my life. And I remember this. What is this guy doing? But the song hit hard. 
I still wake up on certain days. That's my <laughs> alarm. Cameo word up. Okay. So two really good songs to put me in a really good mood. But the okay. best part of the whole day, my yes. favorite part about today yes. was I went to get gas. Okay. After this. Yes. Pull in. Music's playing out of the speaker when you when you start pumping the gas. It's like a new thing at the one gas station. Right. It's yeah. Uh-huh. Used loud. Yeah. It's it's way loud. Really Most loud. Time, it's like, man, I just want to, I don't want to listen to this shit. I want to get in the car. But the music, the song that came on was Thank You for Letting Me Be Myself Again by Sly and the Family Stone. Like it. I almost started crying. I was so excited. I'm like, <laughs> why is this song playing right now? Why? You want to talk about the universe working? I put the gas on auto pump. And I danced like nobody was watching. <laughs> People were beeping when I went by on Hualapai. It was That's awesome. Amazing. <laughs> I was having so much fun. So for three minutes today, that slide the family stone. Thank you for letting me be myself again. The brigade, you, this show, Farah, everybody. Phenomenal day today. Yeah, it's fun. And I, I, I'll echo the sentiments of it because it's, I, I think the brigade has known what was, what's been going on that we were, I mean, if you watched the show and how we eliminated props slowly from what we were doing in, in, in closing, just to say quickly about what we just did for the last year, you, you know, people have opinions about the higher ups and we have our own opinions about the higher ups as to how things went, but endings are never fun. And it's always there's always something, whether you're breaking up with a girlfriend, a wife, a husband, a job, th- there's always some type of strife or issues. And for this separation, I will give the people at props credit. I mean, it could have been pretty contentious. It could have been a lot more, it could have been a lot more anger between both sides. And for the most part, this has been a relatively smooth transition to have us take over what we're taking over and going doing and doing this on our own. So I, I'm thankful for that today. I'm, I'm thankful that people are kind of on the in the industry are learning kind of what the brigade has known for a while that we've been in this transitional period and going in and now going off onto our own. I mean, you're getting text messages. I'm getting text messages. You know, you guys are on your own now. So happy for you guys. Best of luck. This is great. You're the bosses now. I think most people believe that this is sort of, not sort of, it is a huge chance for us to do some cool stuff. So I, my, my favorite thing about today is it sort of like the unshackling of this and we can now really talk about things openly and, you know, we've signed the deals and, you know, legally we're in the clear to talk about whatever we want to talk about. And just so you guys know, February the 1st, we are going to have this show be somewhere else on the internet. Okay. So just FYI, we'll move this. And yes, we're going to have our own BVB discord channel. It's going to be run by Dave, me, fair, all of us. It's going to be just us. And that's coming too. So we got this little bit of a gray period until we kind of slide into February the 1st. But that's sort of, I don't know, I'm psyched because it's going right into the Super Bowl. And we have a chance to do, if you're going to be in Arizona, to do a BVB meetup when everything's ours. Like chance, we're doing it. Everything's ours. Like everything we... Three of us and the guy that gets us the place we're doing it. Right. So so that's what we're going to be up to. Like that that's going to be... the ownership of something without having to ask questions, without having to ask for permission, without wondering, you know, does this rub somebody the wrong way or all the, you know, crap that's been going on? 
it's, it's good. And I I've left jobs before that have been, you know, tough and it's never easy to kind of tell everybody, Hey, I'm technically unemployed, but technically I'm in the best position I've ever been in. So it's a kind of weird simultaneous situation to be in, um, going forward. So it's, it's a brand new day as, as the song lyric goes, we're quote, quoting song lyrics here. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. If you want to quote, quote the U2 song for that. So we on tomorrow will be back with a roll call Friday. If you are new and you haven't experienced Roll Call Friday, because our numbers are spiking, so there's a bunch of new people coming in to be a part of this, tomorrow's the show you want to watch. Fridays are always a lot of fun. Big time. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Roll Call Friday, tomorrow for BBB. Let's go. Cool.